What's up, goons? What is this, episode 32? I think it's episode 32. I'm your host, Chris, from Brooklyn. We're having a fucking good time. I'm, I've had a few beers already, but we're going to have a couple with you. Uh, you, the listener. This is an audio medium. We're having fun, but I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. What's up, Mike? Not too much, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, we just came over from a show that you booked mm-hmm. at Old Man Hustle in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. You're now booking shows for Old Man Hustle. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. I was on one the other night. Uh, that was a fun venue before the pandemic, and things are coming back. Yeah, dude. Things are opening back up, and so if you are around New York City and you want to support Mike, you want to support this show, go check it. Right now, all the shows outdoors in the Lower East Side are free. Mm-hmm. Now, once the, once the city allows comedy venues again, they will not be free. Uh, well, yeah, well, the I mean, ones the, in the Lower East Side will be free, but the 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 shows you've had some pretty good comics on the last couple of nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first di- show you did was a stacked lineup. Brendan Sagalo was on there, right? Mm-hmm. Corinne Fisher, mm-hmm. Mike Feeney. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, tonight you had uh, Dan Lamort, mm-hmm. uh, Dalton Pruitt. Mm-hmm. I really didn't pay attention to much else. <laughs> I was there one night. Uh, Andrew Castellano was there last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've had some very good comics the last few nights. Yeah, Jim, I'm, I'm priding myself on on nothing but good comics. Mm. Yeah, it's been so. I, again, go support Old Man Hustle. Mike is now the booker there. Mm-hmm. He's going to do a bang up job. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because I can guilt him into giving me spots, which I would never normally get. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not guilting. You're 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 a funny comic who should be working in the city. You know what it is, Mike. I I you know I. I really think that playing the game is just if you get drunk at a place enough, they should just give you stage time and money. Yeah. Right? Eventually. I'm yeah. getting drunk here. I'm going to start talking to people loudly. Just give me a microphone and I'll stop yelling. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's foolproof. That logic is bulletproof. And, and somehow I've become a nuisance hmm. around. People are just like, oh, that kid just gets drunk and yells. It's like, yeah, that's the whole job. Right? 100%. All right, Mike, did you make us a Clubhouse account yet? A few weeks ago, I said I we needed a Clubhouse account for the show. Okay, so what I did was I made myself a Clubhouse that account. That seems selfish of you. Well, here's the thing. In Clubhouse is for real names only. I don't, we, we'll Hold on. Yeah. So it's real name shit? Only yeah. real names in this motherfucker. Well, you can use your creator alias, but... I mean, I'm not a show. I'm a person. Mm. So it's like, you know, MC Hammer can go by MC Hammer. He doesn't have to go by his government name. Wait, that's not MC Hammer's real name? I don't think his mother named him M or C. I thought it was initials. Right. He I, might and be. And it stood for a microphone controller. He, <laughs> I doubt very much that his parents named him microphone controller or master Hammer? of ceremonies. Microphone controller Hammer. No, no, no. Mrs. Hammer was her last name. Yes, but she didn't name. She her was son. a real hammer. You know what that means? That means she's only good for banging, Mike. <laughs> yeah, you did. think you've told me that once, twice yeah. before. <laughs> Mrs. Hammer was a real hammer. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. He made an honest woman out of Mrs. Hammer. Yeah, that's true. The new Mrs. Hammer. Mm. Remember when he... Ms. Hammer, though. My God. MC Hammer, we've talked about Hammer Man a number of times on High Society and on this show. Well, we may as well just find me a clip from Hammer Man. But (laughs) I always love about MC Hammer, uh, 
He started off uh, doing the pop thing, right? The MC Hammer that we all know. Ooh, that shit with the mm-hmm. dancing and the fucking parachute pants. And then he tried to do gospel. And the Lord forsook him. Hammer. Right? Man, hammer. Whenever there's a crime. This is the theme song of the MC Hammer be- Yeah, I mean, that's just God forsaking him. Yeah. Sticking him with that song. First of all, let's just... Not a lot of pop musicians get a a Saturday morning cartoon. That used to be a big deal. Well, I mean, to be fair, how many pop musicians have magical shoes? Magical shoes. shoes. I mean, how else did he move that way? I'll be honest. His shoes must have been... His shoes? The shoes? Just pull up a picture of the shoes. Uh, And again, I know I have harped on Hammer Man quite a bit on various things. Mm -hmm. But... His shoes were just the crows from Dumbo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, remember when... Uh, you can look this up. They accused at one point <laughs> Katy Perry's shoes of being blackface. Those shoes have Jim Crow toes? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, he had to cram his feet. They had hammer toes. <laughs> pull, up, pull, up, uh, pull up the Katy Perry blackface shoes and tell me they don't look... Exactly like the Hammer Man shoot. This may be how it came up on High Society years ago. I think I think we've literally done this on this show before. No, because I'm the I'm, Katy Perry blackface I'm, shoes. I just typed in Katy Perry and Google auto completed to blackface shoes. First of all, I may have just been saying to you at some point in that room that you should look up the Katy Perry blackface shoes. Mm. See, now they accuse these shoes of have, of being blackface. There's a white version of them also. Um. Yeah, but the white version also kind of just looks like white blackface. It looks like uh, <laughs> that, dude. That's some like, remember looking when, glass shit. Remember right? when like, Chappelle did whiteface? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like imagine. All right, imagine. So like those bits always work for comedians, except for when Nick Cannon did whiteface. Um, you could pull that up too. Uh, but when black comedians do whiteface it always is vi- it's always very funny eddie murphy doing the whiteface bit and dave chappelle doing the whiteface bit is hilarious so like how fucking through the looking glass would it be if you if you had a great if you had like a real like like if you just talk like a black guy making fun of white people like hello i am uh, john q public blah blah if you just like were that guy and you were like what if i pretend to be black and then pretend to be a black guy doing whiteface because I do the best corny white guy voice. Like, we should remake Bamboozled, but it's this. Like, how great would Jacob Williams' career be if he was... <laughs> if he did blackface to then do whiteface comedian? And then, like, everybody's like, oh, they're really speaking truth to power about how, they're, about how white people are blah, blah, blah. And then in the end, the guy just, like, does like I guess he has to use like a sham wow to get the caked on double layers of makeup off, and he's like, "No, I've been actually white all along." It's like if you think you're fucking a tranny, and then you find out she's been banging you with a strap on the whole time, you're just like, "No, no!" I'm telling you, this is meta. Look, we're gonna really break down the whole uh, structure. See, that's the Nick Cannon. Can you pull up? Here's the thing about Nick Cannon, and I think why sometimes when he does this shit, it doesn't work out for him. Nick Cannon 
is just, and I don't hate Nick Cannon as much as most people hate Nick Cannon, but he's just so corny. You know what I mean? Like, like when he did this whiteface video, everybody watched that and was like, I feel like that's how you really talk. Like, see if you can find the video. Okay. Like, I, everybody was just like, he was just like, hey, what's up? It's like Cody, and I'm talking about Nick Cannon's album. And blah, blah, like, we're all like, Nick Cannon, that's how the fuck you talk, man. You've been on Nickelodeon since you were like 11, dude. Mm. Like, it's just, come on. Like, I remember nothing infuriated me more. There's a movie where Nick Cannon plays an undercover cop at a prep school, right? I think I saw this movie. You saw the actual movie? I n- I've never met a single person who's watched the entirety of this movie. Dude, I fucking love Drumline. I'll tell you that right now. I don't hate Drumline. I loved uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood. He's great in that. I don't, I don't. That's the Kevin Hart show? Mm. And I feel like there's been other stuff that I, that I didn't hate that Nick Cannon was in. What the fuck is he actually been in? Uh, Underclassman was the name of that movie. So there's I a definitely scene, did not see that. I just remember in the trailer... He was parking, and it was like one of these things where like some dorky like freshman was like, "Oh, you're not allowed to park here. It's like Biff's parking spot." And Nick Cannon, who's supposed to be an adult with a gun, flexed on the nerdy freshman in high school and was like, "Will you let him know that the new black kid parks here now?" This is like, you didn't need to do that, Nick Cannon. You're supposed to be an adult with a gun in this in this scene. You're also supposed to be an undercover cop. Is the undercover cop supposed to start beef with the captain of the football team? Pretty funny. It's very stupid. It always annoyed me. So did you find the video of him talking in whiteface? Bro, here's the problem. Anytime you look for some horse shit like this, it's like 97 reacts videos and like... You gotta use DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo? Yes. Okay. It cuts through the horse shit. Because Google wants you to watch the reaction videos because they own YouTube. It's a conspiracy. Okay, so DuckDuckGo, look for Nick Cannon. Whiteface, original Whiteface video. By the way, I want to get DuckDuckGo as a sponsor on the podcast. Or I want to just get the owner of DuckDuckGo to talk to me about why, how they make money. I don't understand. They're just like, yeah, we just don't track your data. We don't send you ads. How do you make money, DuckDuckGo? For anybody who doesn't know what that is, it is... uh, Holy shit, dude. It's so good. You found it immediately, right? I found it immediately. Dog, I am telling you. Google sucks balls. This is the best ad for DuckDuckGo ever. Google sucks balls. DuckDuckGo, I just started using it, is the shit. If you were trying to find an old news article and you can't find it on Google, use fucking DuckDuckGo. It is the greatest thing like because that's what's wrong with the internet now is you get all those react videos look when you google charlemagne on google right the first thing that comes up is charlemagne the god fine i get it that's not the first search result that should come up if you just google charlemagne should be that pope he was a pope right duck duck go let me know what (laughs) okay uh, we should get the Duck Duck Go Duck in here, hmm. and he could tell me why he goes so well. 
Okay. Uh, also known as Carl and Charles the Great was a medieval emperor who ruled much of Western Europe, uh, king of the Franks, a Germanic tribe in present-day Belgium, France, Luxembourg, Netherlands, and Western Germany. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, king of the Franks. King of the Franks. Yeah, not a pope. Joey Chestnut's predecessor, Charlemagne. Okay. <laughs> but you found the video of... Sorry, that, that actually really made me juggle. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, I got the Nick Cannon video. Yeah. You could decide that it's up. This guy's good, bro. He's gone. If you He's like freestyling. Someone's signing this guy. Go strong when Martin Luther King said, "Let freedom ring." Oh, he's good. So, all right, not only was that like vaguely like. I guess bigoted towards white people, except for the fact that we all just everybody listening to this, you heard that you can picture what we're talking about. We all just assume that's how Nick Cannon acts when there's no cameras on him, right? Like, I mean, and then that he was that guy was wearing a helmet, <laughs> and he wasn't carrying a skateboard, and he was an older man. That was just Nick Cannon making a retort, making fun of a retarded guy, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah, that goes without saying. Because that was a shiny helmet, which leads me to believe that, that was not a crazy homeless man. Where did he get a new helmet? Mm. It's like he found that helmet in the trash. I mean, devil's advocate could be a retarded homeless man. Where did he get a new helmet, Mike? I don't know. Maybe the fucking state provides him. You think that's what they're doing? <laughs> like, the hey. state's just like, hey, you know what? We can't find you a house. But we'll keep you alive. Yeah. Here's this helmet. I legitimately think that is how that works. You think that uh, <laughs> they just... <laughs> I, I, If they're going to do that, they should make the helmets out of Super Bowl and then just send them all out in droves together on a Sunday and just have them bounce off of each other. like, And then be like, just, and then you could film it from the top and just teach people about chain reactions. I don't hate this bombs. plan. I mean, that, maybe that'll be our uh, submission for the David Prize next year. Super Bowl helmets. On some sillies? Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be good. <laughs> Super Bowl them sillies. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, Super Bowl them up. <laughs> Super Bowl. Super Bowls on goofballs. <laughs> wind them up. <laughs> oh. But so, I mean, all this was uh, based on... Uh, Hammer man, and if you set us up a clubhouse, you didn't set us up a clubhouse. Well, you can't set us up a clubhouse. I can't set the show up a clubhouse. But you have a clubhouse account. Now, I, I have can't a... have one because I right. refuse to get any sort of top of the line technology. Yeah, dude, you had a Blackberry as of like three weeks ago. No, it was two years ago. And I've had the same phone since I got rid of that Blackberry, <laughs> um, which I, is a two SIM card. I, I want to say it's an LG Think. I don't really know. It's some kind of an Android. It's definitely an Android phone. It was inexpensive. Mm -hmm. Look, I've said it on the show before, and I'll say it again. I don't want to spend over $1,000 on something I'm actively trying to use less. That makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Look, you know what I would like them to sell? There's a company that makes these phones that it's basically a Kindle, but you can make calls and send texts on it. And emails. I want that, but just with Uber and Google Maps. Hmm. Right? I, that's all I really need. Maybe Spotify. That's it. 
and then I'll use my phone less, and I'll get back in touch with nature the way it was meant to be when I was younger, when I was in nature all the time, outside in Brooklyn when there was homeless people without Super Bowl heads. So what does that tell you about how poor of a product the Kindle was, really? <laughs> no, it's just... not a Kindle phone. It's just like it's like it's made with e-ink, like a Kindle, like no. an actual Kindle. Yeah, I understand. People still buy Kindles, Mike. They still sell millions of Kindles a year. Mm. I don't know. If, if if you're using it as a product to be like, hey, this you this is a thing that you'll want to spend less time on. It's just it's good for your eyes. Mm. It doesn't do so there's something you can look this up. I don't know the exact I've read about it, but like there's something about the way the full color screens and scrolling. It makes you feel like you're accomplishing something when you're not. Mm-hmm. Like it tricks your brain. Yeah. Whereas the Kindle doesn't do that. So I remember, uh, I remember Whitney Cummings was talking about this on Rogan. Mm-hmm. She was saying that like you can do that on your phone. You can just turn your you can just turn the colors off on your phone. I've done that on phones, and it's like you will look at it and be like, "Oh, this is it's boring." Yeah, I don't get any of the dopamine hit, dude. Think about it this way. Like, all right, so I did that for a while and then turned it off. And it was like it was like I was microdosing acid. A hundred percent. The first time I looked at Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, dude. You know what? I may just do that and turn off the colors on my phone again. Yeah. And then start microdosing acid every day. Okay. Well, I mean, one thing's Then I'll very really productive. look at the No, but I'll look at the world more, Mike. If that's what you I've been thinking about microdosing acid more anyway. I took a mushroom microdose for the first time in a while today. It gave oh, me yeah? a little anxiety. Yeah? Yeah, if you don't take that, you you know what? When you do uh when you microdose, have you ever done like every day for like a month or something? No. So, when you're doing it if you're not doing it for a while and you're doing it to get rid of anxiety or depression, what you should do is have a day where you, you're doing a lot of, first of all, not interacting with anyone. Second of all, you're ha- if you're, you shouldn't be home. But like, if I have like a day where I know I'm going to be on the train for two hours, that's when I'll take the first microdose in the cycle. Okay. Because if you're stre- if you're stressed out and you're microdosing to get rid of the stress, and then you're in the environment that's stressing you out. Like if you're at work, or if you're fucking in your house and your house is a stressful place. And you take, and you're just you're just adding more stress. You're just like, hey, here's some drugs. Mm. You're still stressed out, and now you're <laughs> inhibited by these drugs. You know what I mean? Like it's like you don't want to have a concussion while you're also trying to solve a problem. <laughs> Fair. That's why we all need Super Bowl helmets, maybe. As the city, the city's opening up, Mike. Did you see fifty percent? Mm-hmm. Well, you're working at a comedy venue that'll be opening at on April second. In Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Talked about that also. Yeah. Do you not want me talking about this? No, I, I, you know. I'm just giving, I feel I feel like I'm promoting the venue. I love it. I thought uh, Old Man Hustle in Williamsburg was really cool when they first re- when they first opened uh, right before the pandemic. They got kind of screwed by this. Uh, they got 100% screwed by this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did too, mind you. Oh, yeah, you were supposed to start this job back then. <laughs> yeah. Right before the pandemic. Yeah, I was uh I was uh yeah, in talks with Ed about this uh about a year ago this mm-hmm. time. Um but yeah, so the city's opening back up to 50%. They're waiting till 2 days after St. Patrick's Day or 3 days after St. Patrick's Day is the 19th. Are they really wait till get to what? 50%? To get to 50. Well, I mean that's if you're actually 
If this whole thing, look, I'm convinced that Cuomo was just terrified, and we're going to get to that stupid, rugged up idiot in a few minutes. Um, but I'm convinced that the entire 50% thing, the the entire reclosing was just because they were worried about people going out on New Year's. The fa- they, there's, there was no way we were getting a St. Patrick's Day this year. Did you see the video of Biden being like, if everybody gets vaccinated, maybe you can have for the find that. He's just like, I'm not promising anything, but if everybody gets vaccinated, then maybe for the It's like, asshole, we're not listening anymore. We're all kind of done with this. Like, you really think you're getting through another 4th of July without people hanging out? Fuck you. We're done. What's good for the 4th of July this year, Mike? I mean, I don't know. Large gathering indoors. Yeah. Fireworks inside. (laughs) Probably not. Set off some fun. Yeah, hell yeah. Set off some. We'll have a Roman candle fight in the studio, Mike. I don't, I don't, no. It sounded kind of fun, though, for a minute, didn't it? You were like, oh, man. This is kind of a small room, but if we had like a big room, like if we were in an indoor basketball court at like the YMCA and like six of us had a Roman candle fight while we were getting drunk, that sounds like a pretty good fucking 4th of July. I mean, yo, yeah, if we had like Rogan's airplane hangar. It doesn't even have to be that big. I literally just think an indoor full court basketball court with with bleachers so you could like jump and hide in the bleachers a little would be mad fun. That would be mad fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. Water fountain to put out, you know, any fires? Uh, okay, because here's the point. If we do all this, if we do our part... Do you have to just, let's just watch the video of Joey Bennett. I don't have the video. I only have to oh, you're going to do the Joe Biden impression? I, w- I thought I was doing a pretty spot on one. No, you got to Because here's the point. If we do this, if we all do our part, if we do this together by July 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends, will get together in your backyard, here in your neighborhood, and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. Now, he didn't. He said that. With, I watched the video. He said it without an ounce of irony. That if you do exactly as the president says, you could celebrate. Your independence. <laughs> if you do exactly, let me tell you, you go to your room because I said so. <laughs> You're an indep- independence. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and so the city, yeah, right after uh, St. Patrick's Day, will be opening to 50%. That's, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to know shit's happening. It's also pretty weird because it's coming on the cusp of uh, there's been some heavily publicized. Apparently, hate crimes against Asians are way up, according to a lot of things I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. It's up 600 percent, including one prominent New Yorker. A A prominent Asian person got attacked. No, I'm saying everything. Did something happen to Jeremy Lin? <laughs> uh, you said everything that you're reading. I said including that from one prominent. Oh yes, we saw that. No, but I mean the Times put out an article about it. There was, uh, there's been a lot of talk about it. Um, I, it's, I'll be honest, it's a weird thing because I I need to know. 
I can't seem to find a lot of information on it. I believe it. Um, but it, so remember when they said that Asian businesses were super hit in the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. all businesses were hit. And like, there was like none of the, the studies were just about Asian businesses. Like they did like a couple of studies about Asian businesses decline in business, yeah. but they didn't compare them to the drop in other businesses. It's like all businesses are doing. I'll be honest, the last place I ate in before the lockdown was Noodle Town. Uh, most of the places I've eaten since things have reopened, the first thing I was excited about, I've talked about on the show, the grimy Chinese spot, because like, they all closed. Takeout places all just closed. I thought that was the eeriest thing about the early part of the pandemic. It, like During Hurricane Sandy, as it was still raining, I could get General So's chicken and pork fried rice. Mm-hmm. Two days into this, every Chinese takeout place was closed. Mm. That was strange. That's very strange. They all seem to have reopened, but like that was like the first thing I like when that when the takeout place by me reopened. I called there six times in like two weeks. I love Chinese takeout. Yeah, I know. Oh, we just ate Chinese takeout. Yeah. I absolutely, it was, you know what's a weird thing, Mike? Have I already talked about this too much on the show? What? How much I, like, it, like Chinese takeout was like my treat as a child. No. Like when, like my birthday dinner, I always like, I want Chinese food. I love Chinese, ta- like American Chinese takeout, like Americanized Chinese food, which I know is not authentic Chinese food. I like that too, but it's like. I just have a special place, just like whatever. I'm sure people love the Olive Garden that listen to this show. I'm sure there's one Chinese person that listens to this show who really loves unlimited fucking breadsticks at the Olive Garden, which makes me fucking vetch. You know what I mean? Like My dad like, loves the fucking Olive Garden. Your dad is a fucking cop, Mike. <laughs> Dude, every your year. Your dad's a cop scumbag, all right? Like, it's like, <laughs> I, like, I don't care about your shitty pig dad's fucking opinion. Jesus. Fucking... Every year I try to get him the fucking unlimited pasta. You know how they give out? Oh, like... yeah, for 500 bucks for the year or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like all you can eat pasta. Mm-hmm. It never works out. They only give out like 10 of them a year, right? No, it's it's more, but there is like a it's it's, it's like a one hour window. It's very hard to get. It's harder to get one of those than it is to get NBA Top Shots. That's what I was thinking. I was gonna compare it to NBA yeah. Top Shot. Um, it's fucking funny. I've had a bunch of people because I posted I posted on Instagram that I made like over a thousand dollars on NBA Top Shot. Um, and I had like a bunch of friends hitting me up about it. My buddy Zach hit me up, and he was just like, uh, he was like, he was like, it's so weird though, blah blah blah. And I was just like. No, dude, like, cryptocurrency was just as strange a few years ago. Like, the collectible market is going nuts right now because everybody's worried about inflation. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have any collectibles at home? No. Do, but, I mean, we talked about this with Danny Polishuk a while back. But, like, people are all worried about the inflation because one-fifth of all dollar bills ever printed were printed in the last year. Did you know that you didn't? You look. You're looking at me like you did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah, one fifth of all, all dollar bills ever printed were printed in 2020. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Inflation. Inflation real typically as fuck. takes takes about two years to kick in. Um, poor people about to have it a lot rougher. Yeah, I mean we're in the Weimar Republic. 
Yeah, it's about to get. It's about to get really. I'm trying to. Uh, that's why stocks are doing so well because people want to put their money in something that is at least a little inflation proof. Securities have a better. You know, there's like the number. It'll go up because of inflation, like yeah, the like value of it. That's like why stocks just money are isn't gonna go. No, you really need to. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, buy physic. If you have, I feel like there's a bunch of people that listen to this show that have a that have mattress money, that have money in the walls of their house. Because I feel like there's got to be somebody that's got a kinship with me, like. They, they, you've got money buried in a, in your backyard in a coffee can. Buy a thing with it. Now, this year, like soon, buy a physical thing. Like, not like, like it's something that's resellable. Buy fucking, even buy a basketball card. It will retain its value at the very, buy a watch. Buy a fucking Rolex. Because those dollars are going to go down in value, and that Rolex is going to go up in value. Just don't wear the Rolex like a fucking schnook. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm also just looking at Bitcoin over the last year. Bitcoin is a thing that is increasingly scarce as dollars are less scarce. Clearly, that is also driving the value of Bitcoin. The fear of inflation is absolutely driving the value of Bitcoin because the fact of the matter is a modern investor, somebody at my age, right, your age, right, think about how many times uh, people our age have said, well, why does gold have value? Like gold has some uses even beyond like jewelry. It's like a good conductor of electricity, but nobody's using it for that. Mm-hmm. It's in circuit boards and shit, but like how much? Not much. Very I mean, enough up. enough for fucking Indian kids to melt down computers and breathe in smog for it, I guess. Is that a thing? Did you, have you never seen those videos? No, Chris. In like, in like um, Africa and India and China, <laughs> you'll in like slums, uh, kids will take old computers and they'll melt them down and just like take out the like, you know, couple of grams of gold and just you're breathing in the plastic and shit. It's really bad for the environment. Those kids should know better, I'll be honest. For sure. But, I mean, Indian kids shit on the street. I mean, why do you got to go there with that? Because we looked at, we watched this video on the show before. Of an Indian kid shitting on the street? No, of a cartoon that was put out by the government. Oh, right. I forgot about to that. Tell about people to tell to people to stop, stop pooping on the street. street. Yes. Because it is, they do have a take bad... Take your poos to the loo. Yep, take your poos to the loo. I forgot about that. Yeah. Let's, maybe we should watch that. Maybe we we'll just end the show. We we'll just we'll, we'll 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 play that song again. It's pretty funny. Okay. Uh, yeah, dude. Bitcoin up fifty five thousand in the last year. It's crazy. Well, it, no, but it is this weird thing where it's like people don't see gold or silver as having inherent value anymore. Mm. And it kind of makes sense. Like, like what? Why does silver in particular? I get that it's actually a metal, but like nobody actually even really likes the way silver looks. Yeah, I mean, what, what, it, like it's not even that shiny. You do stainless steel. Yeah. Could you do titanium? Silver has like a weird couple of uses. Obviously, it could kill werewolves, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't realize it could also kill vampires. Mm. See, but silver actually also very good on burns. 
Mm. Did you know that? Yeah, silver nitrate. That's what I'm saying. So silver has some uses. Mm-hmm. But you can't just rub your silver chain on a burn because that won't do anything. Unless that burn is, is from, from the a, devil. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um did you did you wanna just before, you know, uh we, we get any further from the clubhouse talk, mm-hmm. did you wanna check in? Oh with- yeah. You told me that uh we were listening. There's a, a profits convention on Clubhouse. Yeah. So as I was saying, I couldn't make the show mm-hmm. uh, a club. I couldn't make my account to a Clubhouse account, but I could start a Clubhouse for the show. So that's what it is. It's it's not just called Clubhouse. So all of the little talk rooms are Clubhouses, right? Hmm. So I could set up one for. Why fucking, do people love this? I don't know. Because it's essentially what we're doing right now, just with more people, I guess. And it's live, so they can like interact in real time. You mean a conversation? Yeah. Why do they just have conversations? Because they're having conversations with people like BAM Empowerment on the... Who's la- BAM Empowerment? I don't know. But is, that, is that who's talking right now? That's a clubhouse that I'm in right now. Is what, All right, I want to hear what's BAM Empowerment. Uh, Struggling lately. Hey. God, crying out for the lost. In the scene for the ones that fell off. And now forgive me for my backsliding. Look on my homies deep in the streets. Thugging. Oh, is this, just ra- is this guy's rapping? I guess so. What's the name of the room? Uh, this is the last night of the prophetic conference for Bam Empowerment. Oh, it's the prophetic. All right, look up what the prophetic conference is, because I'm curious what that is. Because it, is it just people prophesizing? I assume so. Well, we're, we're gonna need to check in. I think, I, like that guy was rapping, seems kind of weird, but I want to hear some prophets. Is there uh, anybody famous in that room? I know you said you were in a room with MC Hammer earlier. Mm-hmm. Does that just make people feel cool if they're in like a clubhouse room and just somebody famous is also listening to the thing? I think so. That's like a big part of it, right? Well, it's that they're that they're gonna listen to that person speak too. Mm. You know, because it's usually like the person's in the um, like in the speaker panel. You know what I mean? So it's like there's there's the people. Oh, so like if I just went into that room, I can't just be like, I want to wait for my turn. Well, you could tell my prophecy. What you could, you could raise your hand, and then the moderators would have to be like, "All right, you can come into the speaker section." Mm. And then you should you, raise your hand. And what would what would be my prophecy? I make it up. Raise your hand, Mike, brother Mike. Hand raising was turned off by moderators for this room. So oh, what the fuck? Can't there could be that. any number of prophets in that room. First of all, that's not the way you run a fucking one of these fucking churches where the spirit comes within you. What if you're a snake handler, Mike? You look like a snake handler with that mustache. It's fair. You could be uh, fucking like a Quaker. Could you be. be quaking? Could be quaking. And then you could fucking talk about your prophecies. All right, so we're going to check back in, in Clubhouse in a little bit. Um, uh, so what we were getting to was uh, we're talking about the Asian-American hate crimes in the city. And I want to know more about it because I think maybe part of it might be People, because all those Chinese restaurants closed and all those Chinese businesses, all the Asian businesses closed, 
people forgot how frustrating it was to deal with them. Because we got Chinese food earlier. Mm-hmm. And I had to ask five times for extra hot sauce. You also got a... You I also ordered a Coke. That did not was not in there. Mm. And I'll be honest, that lady, she's behind Bulletproof Glass. She was kind of cunty. Mm. Now, I'm not saying if that Bulletproof Glass was there, I would have hate crime to her, because that's a ridiculous thing to say. But you were pretty mad when that Coke wasn't in that bag. Extremely frustrated. This is all I'm saying is like, maybe people, like we've all in New York City been dealing with Chinese people and Asian people in general our whole lives. So it's just like par for the course. You're just like, they're a little gruff in their own businesses. Correct? Fair. That's just what happens. But then a year goes by, and you have, and I'm saying this, like, there are some sweet Asian people that I eat in their establishments. However, there are also guys, I've told the story about the guy with the banana on the show, right? Mr. Hans, who's, it's weird that his name was Hans, but he was Korean, uh, would, you know, when you go into most corner stores, you buy a banana, how much does it cost, Mike? Quarter, 50 cents? Under a dollar, somewhere. No, somewhere. but you know, quarter, 50 cents. They charge you either a quarter or 50 cents. They used to charge a quarter, now it's 50 cents. It's whatever. That's how much a banana... Now, that's significantly more expensive than a banana at any time would cost you in a supermarket. Uh, this asshole had like... It was a fruit stand, but it was like also mostly a store. And you'd go in and you would buy a banana... As like a snack when you get your beers. You know, you get to eat a banana while you're walking back to wherever you're going to drink the beers. You need to get your potassium, Mike. It helps you stay hydrated. You understand? Okay. Uh, and this motherfucker would weigh the one banana. And charge you like 26 cents. Instead of a quarter. Well, it's still less than 50. This was, But this is fucking 12 years ago, Mike. Oh, back this when Back when they were a quarter. quarter. Right now, it'd be 52 cents. You know how infuriating that is? If you have a quarter, and he's like, no, it's 26 cents. You want to just throw the banana at his fucking face. Yeah. Right? Now, that's not to say that there aren't a lot of great Asian business owners. There's a uh, dry cleaner on my corner. Uh, My buddy's finger got ripped off some years back. And I walked in with a pair of gloves. And I go, hey... My buddy's finger just got ripped off. And I think it would be pretty funny if you could cut one of the fingers off these gloves and sew it up so I could bring him these gloves that now fit his nine-fingered hand. Because that's the kind of guy I am, Mike. I'm a thoughtful guy. You're <laughs> a thoughtful prick. I am a thoughtful motherfucker. And I expected him to charge me. And I go, what do I owe you? And he could see I was upset because I was in there because my friend's finger had just gotten ripped off the night before. And he goes, ah, I'm not charging you. I'm not charging you. So there are good Asian businessmen and women. You thought that was a good day after prank. What prank? He needed gloves. It was cold, Mike. <laughs> it was the winter. I didn't want my friend walking around with a fucking, his index finger flopping around. And then everybody's going to be like, nobody notices you're missing finger if you're just missing a finger. 
I got a couple of friends missing fingers. Nobody notices the missing finger. But if you just have a glove and you're talking and gesticulating and your finger is empty, flopping, <laughs> people I'm, are going to notice. That was a thought. That's not a prank, Mike. I've never. That was a nice thing to do. I've never once not noticed somebody missing a finger. Okay? Especially. Stop looking at people's hands. You're gay. Especially if the glove was fucking cut and sewed. It was a black glove. It was sewed with black thread. You're not going to notice. I'm telling you. Bro, I'm going to notice there's only four fingers on that fucking glove. I'm telling you, you wouldn't notice. I literally, mm. I, a kid I grew up with when I was really young, he got his hand cut off in a motorized gate. His finger cut off in a motorized gate. I'm talking about a few years ago. I was talking to somebody who's known him. This was when we were little. This is 27 years ago, something like that. Uh, more than that, maybe. And it, it was, no, yeah, probably about that long ago. I was talking to somebody who's known him for 10 years. I'm just telling the story, Mike. I was talking to somebody else who had known him for 10 years, and they're like, that kid's missing a finger? And I'm like, yeah, he's got a nub. He used to get real weird about it and just jab the nub into people's faces when he was nine. He'd be like, ah, nub! He had a good sense of humor about it. He would nub people in the face, Mike. Mm, you know, I'm telling you, here's the thing. You've probably been around dozens of people missing fingers and you didn't even notice. <laughs> it's a very common injury. That's why they sell those silicone wedding rings. Because it's a very common thing for a man to lose a finger. Yeah. Not for a woman. Yeah. That's why they try to make you wear those rings. They're trying to make you lose a finger. Yeah, they want you less desirable for the next one. But meanwhile, nobody notices a missing finger. Except for women, because they're looking to see if you're married. And they see you're missing your ring finger, and they go, oh, you're married! I just, I, I don't know. I just look at people's hands. I don't think it's that crazy. I don't think you look at people's hands that much. I think you think you do. Mm. All right, dude. Next time we're out. I'm Matter of fact, Mike... I'm missing a finger. No, you're not. Dude, next time we're out. That story was about me the whole time. <laughs> you were, you I'm were, pranking myself, Mike. Were, it's wacky. That's why you were so upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's you can see I was upset because of the look on my face and the fact that I was missing a finger. So I'm, so I'm just saying, but I'm just, what I'm also saying is an Asian person that runs a business that doesn't know you tends to assume you're going to rob them. Mm -hmm. Or at least that's what it feels like sometimes. Maybe that's what's happening with the Asian hate crimes. I don't know. I know I, this is the most old white guy I've ever sounded like, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, I like it. You're just distancing yourself from this rant. No, man. I'm just giving you enough rope to hang yourself. Yeah. I know what you're doing. I get it. <laughs> if only we had someone to help us with racial issues. You know, we need to find uh, an advisor on the show to come in and keep me. We, you know what? We're going to work on that. Maybe at some point in the next few weeks, we'll have an advisor come in to help me when I'm confused about racial issues. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, uh, I've been reaching out to various people. Uh, I don't know if we can find the right person, though, Mike. I don't know if we're going to find the right person. Um, but so the reason I'm bringing this up is because uh, Mayor de Blasio's wife, uh, she tweeted out, it was a five-step process for engaging with hate crimes. This, this actually got a lot of the conservatives on the internet real, real ornery, uh, what she posted out. Uh, what is her name again? Uh, Charlene McRae. 
Charlene, Charlene Sher- McRae. Charlene McRae. Charlene McRae. Kept her own last name. God bless her. But so she wrote this thing. As attacks on Asian American communities continue, we're asking New Yorkers to show up for their neighbors and intervene when witnessing hateful violence or harassment. I know that can be frightening when you aren't sure what to do or say, but you can learn. Fear is a normal feeling when stepping into a confrontation, but being prepared can help. I'll share I Hollaback's five Ds. I don't know who I Hollaback is. Uh, I Hollaback is a global people-powered movement to end harassment in all its forms. Hmm. Oh, because is that about catcalling? I think it's like, let me holla at you. It's like, oh, I holla back. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) They've got a link tree. Let's see what's in their link tree. (laughs) Oh, dude, please be a fucking OnlyFans. Stand up against street harassment, our resources, heart mob, donate to Hollaback. I don't even know what you do yet. Let's see here. Harassment train. Oh, we get trained. Mike, I might have to send you (laughs) training. In how to harass? No, you bystander intervention to stop. They already have a class up for bystander intervention training to stop anti-Asian American and xenophobic harassment. I still say one of the hardest I ever laughed. I was in. Uh, I, was, I, I I told you the story before, but I'm just gonna say it to the listeners. I was at a uh, grocery store in Long Island City, and this black chick walked into the store furious, looked at the guy behind the counter, and said, "Hey, yo, Ching Chong, you sell thought juice." <laughs> and I was like, "That's the best sentence I've ever heard." <laughs> now I know. Now, that's a weird thing, right? It's like, black people can't be racist, right? That's the whole thing. Uh-huh. So am I racist for saying that story, but she's not racist for doing that thing? Is that how that works? No. No, I think you're both racist. That chick was hot, too. I'll be honest, the Asian chick behind the counter was kind of cute, too. I was really hoping it was all going to break down. I'm not going to lie to you. It's <laughs> fucking wild cat fight started. Yeah, they were just going to start spraying thought juice at each other. <laughs> It would have been fucking great, Mike Dude, you would have gotten covered in thought juice I would have been fucking just drenched in thought juice I was really just there to get milk And I had to go back to work But it was like, fuck This is gonna be great Um Oh, look at this Bystander intervention training to help Okay, so it's a one hour interactive training You can just register We should just register (laughs) (laughs) Register here Oh, it's a Zoom. I want to go. That's the thing. These things are going to work better on... These idiots. <laughs> it's going to work good on Zoom, I'm sure. They're like, yeah, look. So basically, they have five Ds, which... You're making it You're making it hard. Hollow back. Just pay attention to one of five Ds. I'm trying to avoid... The girls are just like, I'm trying to avoid these Ds. What are you talking about? I'm dodging Ds everywhere I go. You're telling me I got to learn five Ds? This is ridiculous. Um, I haven't had five Ds since sophomore year of high school, and I wanted the basketball team to like me. This is how you (laughs) de-escalate a situation. One, 
That was a good joke, by the way, Mike. Thank you. Distract. Take attention away from the person causing harm, the hate crime or incident survivor, the hate crime or incident survivor or situation itself. Just try interrupting it. Ignore the harasser and engage directly with the person who's being targeted by asking a question like, what time is it? Now, I don't know about you, but the average street harasser is the type of person that will ask you what time it is, and then when you check, punch you in the face. So there's a good chance if you go, what time is it? He goes, oh, you trying to fight? That's what's going to happen. That is what is going to happen. What time is it? Time to catch these hands. Yeah, bah, bah. He's just going to crack you one. <laughs> the average street harasser. Don't ask. Don't, that is a bad. Maybe something else. Not what, what, what is something you can ask? It, to a street harasser that will get them to st- stop harassing. Let's say if there are, if someone is harassing an Asian person, what is something you could ask them to distract them from harassing that Asian person? Is that your bag of drugs on the ground? Mm, that's a good one. Hey, man, your mask slipped. You could do that. <laughs> Pull your mask up. That's a good one. Mm. Or you could be like, hey, Ching Chong, you got some thought juice. <laughs> and they'll be like, what? <laughs> now they're going to be so mad that you think they're Asian <laughs> that they're going to have to go check the nearest mirror. <laughs> Two, delegate. Now, this is some horseshit already. I haven't even read this. Scan a situation to assess risk and determine how to best intervene and delegate tasks. Take a look at your surroundings. If you can, find someone in a position of authority, tell them about the situation, and ask if they can help. Here's why this is an annoying thing. That literally just says, tell a cop that someone's being harassed. (laughs) They just used a lot of words to say, delegate this is how I diffuse things. I delegate. Hey, what you ever think of harassing this guy? <laughs> what are you doing? Assess the situation and del. What's number three? Document. Well, yeah, that makes sense. You start filming somebody, but that is this is another thing that will get you punched in the mouth. Mm. It's a weird thing where it's like it. It's a very curious thing for me when I saw this. Right? It's like as a white man, right? What if I saw a non-white man harassing an Asian person? Right? If I saw any other person harassing... Like we talked about on the show when there's a black lady in my building stealing packages mm-hmm. and some white guy got very uncomfortable when the Arab guy upstairs started yelling at the black lady. It's like a weird, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. <laughs> Whose side am I on for this one? That's the thing. He's like, I came out and I was just like, oh, Ali, you're my buddy, so I'll get involved here. Like, he didn't know the Arab guy's name, the other white guy that lived in the building, so he couldn't do anything. To be fair, he was just kind of like, all of you people look alike. I was like, Jesus Christ, white guy. <laughs> you white yuppie bastard. <laughs> this is Ali. He lives on the fourth floor. He works at H&H Bagels. Jesus. I don't know this black lady, though. She could be anybody. Um. So then... uh. Three, document. We said that. Uh, again, another way, good way to get punched in the face. Uh, four, delay. Check in with the survivor after the incident 
This shows them that they are valued. This is a great way to support your neighbor if you... <laughs> hey, I noticed you just got knocked the fuck out, bro. <laughs> I noticed somebody just punched you in the mouth. How do you feel about that? De- what? First of all, checking with the survivor after the incident is not delay. Delay is kind of like, hey, what's going on here? Oh, you're going to punch that guy? All right, it seems like I've delayed you a couple of seconds. Uh, is there anybody to delegate to? No? Uh, carry on. Like, obviously, if you see somebody getting attacked, you should check in on them afterwards. And you go, do you need me to call an ambulance? Can I delegate calling an ambulance? I can de- Would you like me... Now, I understand that I filmed that whole thing as part of the document portion, and I yelled World Star seven or eight times. And maybe I should have delegated before I documented. I, I forgot the order of the five Ds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, 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 that's on me. I should have taken the Zoom seminar from I Hollaback. Um, but I'm here now. And I'm uh, showing you that you are valued. Um, five, direct. Be like, wait a second, direct? Are you going to go up to the guy and tell him his motivation for this Asian hate crime? <laughs> You're going to frame him up in your shot before you document? He's going to yell action right before he hits him? Yeah. You're going to slate him? Respond directly to the aggressor or physically inter- or physically intervene and only after assessing the situation. Does it seem like you could fuck this motherfucker up? If so, you should probably hit this guy. If not, walk away. Here's this is risky, but sometimes all we can do is speak up. If the harasser responds, try your best to focus on assisting the person targeted. That is not a good idea. If you start fucking with a dude who's beating somebody up, mm-hmm. and then he notices that you're fucking with him, and then he addresses you, do not then divert your attention to the person he was just beating up. Can keep your this is bad advice for being in an aggressive situation. Like all of this, Mike, can we agree that most of this is very bad advice for being in an aggressive situation in the street? For sure. Like First of all, if you see somebody getting harassed in the street, mostly do nothing because you don't know what the fuck just happened. The amount of times I've intervened in a thing, it's very few, but then you you just end up, like literally people be like, mind your fucking business. The person that oh, you yeah. think is being abused will be like, mind your fucking business. Mm-hmm. Like you could see a guy... Or whatever, you can see a woman, a white woman, attacking an Asian man, right? Sure. I mean, it seems unlikely. It's probably not the mm. way this is going to go down. Okay. Right? Like a white woman. I've never seen a white woman attack an Asian man in my life. I've seen a white woman swing on a black guy, a white guy, and several Puerto Rican guys. Okay. I have never seen a white woman swing at an Asian guy in my whole life. Yeah, I'm trying to process. I can't think of any. You've seen those other ones. Everybody's seen those other ones. Seen a few, yeah. I'm just saying, white ladies need to stop hitting men. 
in general. <laughs> um, but if you see, let's say you saw a white woman harassing an Asian man, right? Okay. If you get involved the way Shirlene McRae is telling you to get involved, you're going to jail. Or that white lady's going to fuck you up. Well, I mean, all right. Let's, 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 do you want to role play this? Do you want to be the white lady? lady? I'll be the white lady. If you want, you want to try to distract and do all this shit? All right. Okay. So you're going to be the white lady and you're going to say some slurs to an Asian man. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be necessarily saying slurs. I'm going to try to attack him. You're going to attack an Asian man. Yeah. But you have to say something because this is radio. Hey, you uh, China virus person, you brought... Whoa, 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 look over here. I'm distracting. (laughs) Uh, Sir, sir, I am a woman. Uh, Let me, let me do... Hold on, hold on, I'm filming you. Stop filming me. Stop filming me. Stop filming me. Stop filming me while I punch this man in the head. Oh, no, oh, no. Let me do one of the other things. All right. Is there anybody else that can hit this lady for me? I Somebody have, punch this lady. I have punched this punch man. Punch this lady. I have punched this man seven, eight, oh, nine, no. She's ten, kicking the shit times, out of that Chinese virus times, person or whatever she called 13, him. 14 times. It's his fault that the Hold virus on, wait, is here. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Have I successfully delayed you? <sighs> I oh, no. I've, I've now hit him 27 times. All right, look. You're not... Here, here's the thing. The way you're punching is not good. Your form is terrible. You got to commit to the punch. Put your shoulder. All right. That's some good directing I just did. You've really knocked the shit out of this Asian man, white lady. Uh, his teeth are all gone now. Yeah. Oh. I couldn't have gotten there without you. Thank you so much, Chris. No, no worries, Karen. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of this. Same. Um, you want to check back in with the, uh, the, oh, with the prophetic with the conference? Yeah. The prophetic? Well, first of all, I need you to Google what the prophetic conference is, but let's check in. Oh, I spoke too soon. It's over? Seems like it's over. Oh, my God. Has the prophecy come true? Uh, it's yeah. the last night. We'll miss it. Mm. It is a damn shame. Uh, so I did look it up. It was, uh, um, bu- 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 where was it? Uh, BAM Empowerment, um, the Fortnite Prophetic Conference, um, featuring, uh, Dr. Beverly BAM Crawford. Okay. That's why it's BAM Her Empowerment. Oh, uh, okay. Her name is BAM? Yeah. Beverly Bam Crawford. Is Bam like a in quotes name or is that her actual middle name? I would assume it's like Beverly Ann McCarthy. Oh. Uh, yeah. What what's what's the prophecy about? I I mean, you know, it's calling all of the uh it's calling all of the Florida prophets, so you know, it's got to be got to be something it's about Christianity. Um, okay. BAM stands for Bold Anointed Moves. Dr. Delaney and trusted leaders will speak prophetically to encourage you to bounce back better and never bitter. Soul winning is a priority to the kingdom. Online prophetic word and worship experience every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Every Sunday at 6 p.m.? Yeah. 
All right. What is it again? BAM stands for what? Um, BAM stands for Bold Anointed Moves. Bold Anointed Moves. Bam! Bam! Anointed. Boom! Bam! Bam! That's great if she just punches you in the face, says bam, and then goes, you've been anointed. That's a that's a great wrestling gimmick. Just Solid. use the ring to knock somebody out and then like, you've been anointed. Mm-hmm. That's great. All right, moving on. <sighs> What's this? Uh, so the minimum wage debate is raging again. Mm-hmm. Now, we've talked about, now we just talked about earlier on the show, the level of uh, inflation that's going to hit and disproportionately hit poor communities because they're most likely to hold cash assets, uh, if any at all, uh, and they're most likely to not have their wages boosted when inflation hits, uh, Is going? this is going to happen. We talked a couple of weeks ago about the morally bankrupt idea of forgiving student loans without helping the poor first mm-hmm. um which is true i stand by that like you're literally people that go to college or out earn people who don't go to college the idea of forgiving those loans creating f- further inflation for the poor is gross to me um so the new thing is the the new thing is the minimum wage correct this is so this is the idea of we can continue to print money and we'll raise the minimum wage so it doesn't matter that we're just printing money causing inflation. So they want now the debate about raising the minimum wage, the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour has been going on for it's got to be it's got to be over 10 years at this point, right? I mean, yeah, since the last time, I assume that as soon as the minimum wage gets raised, the debate to raise it again starts anew. No, when I was a kid, the debate was to raise the minimum wage to $10 an hour. Uh, And I remember I made $10 an hour when I was 18, working a summer job. And at the time, that was considered pretty good money for an 18-year-old. Um. So the last time federal minimum wage was raised was on uh it's gotta was be in, the 80s, right? No, July of 2009. To 7.25. Came up to 7.25, yeah. Oh, so it must have been $5 when I was 18. Yeah. Uh, uh now obviously nobody can minimum live. wage had been stuck at $5.15 for 10 years before that. So okay. 1999 it went up to 5.15 federally. That makes sense cuz that's about and it was like $4 before that. I don't know. Well, I do remember, like I said, I, I've told the story on the show when I worked at the flower shop and I made $3 an hour, I was embarrassed because I made under the minimum wage. And I was 12. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a thing that's been debated and there's like, whatever. It's a weird thing because anytime the minimum wage debate comes up, people bring up this thing where they go, people are just greedy and they don't want to pay their employees enough. I remember this debate was still going on when I was running my kitchen and I had three employees, one who was training and two who were working. One was making 12 and the other was making $11 an hour. So both making significantly more than the minimum wage, correct? Right. Um, And the other kid was paid training at $10 an hour. 
and they were talking about the minimum wage in New York going up to $15 an hour. And now, mind you, all of these kids were making more money than I was making in this place at the time. We're like year two of the business. It wasn't really making much money. And I just literally go, if I have to pay you guys $15 an hour, I either have to fire two of you or uh, close. There's, we just can't afford it. And they just were like, what? And I was like, I can't give you any more money. Like, I'm making no money here. Like, I can't lose money to open every day. And they didn't quite, like, they got it. And, like, I'll tell you this, two of those people were still with me when we closed three years later. Like, and they were sad to see the place closed. I think they were both making $14 an hour at the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, where where are we at? That's something that never gets talked about with the minimum wage because everybody just goes, McDonald's can afford to pay their employees $15 an hour. The problem is, is that you're just going to create a lot more McDonald's. And you're not going to have... That's the thing is like a guy like me who was working for $3 an hour when I was a kid or like whatever. I mean, Mike, you ever do jobs under the table when you were 18? No, when I was 18, but yeah, I have before. Like, but you make less than the minimum wage. I'm talking about when you're, or whatever, when you're in high school or whatever. Those jobs are harder and harder to find, by the way. It's very mm-hmm. hard to find something like that that you can do. So, the, kids don't work anymore. Like, when's the last time you well, went to McDonald's and saw a 16-year-old? No, never. The other, the flip side of that, though, Chris, to be clear, uh-huh. this federal minimum wage hike uh, is only for businesses with 10 or more employees. McDonald's doesn't McDonald's as a whole count as that? Yeah, I know, but I'm saying your restaurant. But here's the thing: if you, wouldn't have that, counted. Yeah, I, I understand that, but um, the, so, the thing is, you can't just have the federal minimum wage be fifteen dollars an hour and then pay less because then you can't. Impl- nobody wants to work there. If you just go work at McDonald's, why would you work at my place? It's fair. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, those... you're also just you're just being like, in all honesty, you're just kind of creating a need for illegal immigrants because mm. you could pay any like. And I've had this conversation with people who are advocates for illegal immigrants, and they're just kind of like, yeah, like that's not the worst thing in the world to pay an illegal immigrant under minimum wage if you're paying them under the table. Like, as long as they can survive, that's the thing. Is like people are like in New York, you can't really survive. It's like. This is another thing, bring it back to what we're talking about. We've we've talked about like Andrew Yang or whatever. That's something that's going to come, there's going to be like a crazy reckoning in this city about eventually when people start realizing how little money bodega workers make. How little money they make? Bodega workers make significantly less than minimum wage. Mm. Um, If you've ever talked to one and befriended them, you realize they make like no money. They make under $5 an hour. In a lot of situations. Like, and it's like, they're figuring it out. They live here. Mm. I mean, I've also walked in the back of a Chinese restaurant and seen a trundle bed. <laughs> Have you ever, like, yeah. It's like, it, it, it's not, that's something we don't want to talk about, but, like, you're just, you can raise the federal minimum wage, but just understand that, like, those jobs are going to go to people who otherwise can't legally work. Like, because there's a lot of businesses that exist that won't exist at all if you raise that minimum, if they have to pay that money. 
And you can make the argument that a business shouldn't exist if they can't pay their employees a living wage, but there's already businesses that currently exist, and they'll just find somebody to work there. It's just, and I mean, the thing that was making the big thing was this lady and the way she down, uh, she she voted no on the minimum wage. Yeah, uh, Kristen Cinema. Sounds like a porn name. It a hundred percent does, and she a hundred percent looks like a pretty tragic porn star. Can I see? Can I see a picture of her first before this? Oh, okay. Uh, she's a congresswoman. Uh, yes, she ran. Uh, actually, let me check because I think she might be a senator. Hmm. Uh, but I do know that she ran on a platform of uh raising the minimum wage. Hmm. I think they should do a thing where maybe they. <clears throat> United States Senator, yeah. I think they, maybe you should have a minimum wage where maybe below the age, 19 and under, you could pay people less. Oh, yeah, she looks like a porn star who's now an advocate for not doing porn. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Oh, pink hair, boo! Yeah. But, oh, she look. hold on, go back to that last. Man, she looks like she's about to fuck Ted Cruz. That's gross, lady. Mm. You fuck Ted Cruz. She looks like she would fuck Ted Cruz. She looks like she's getting ready to. Damn, look at her looking lovingly into Mike Pence's eyes. She's like, I always wanted a gay best friend. She she 100% does have fucking like MILF porn star vibes to her. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So let's watch the video of her uh, downvoting the minimum wage. Now, here's the thing. It's a thing that even with me telling you that story, I'm still pretty torn on the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. It's hard to it's hard to say that people that work don't deserve fifteen dollars an hour. Of course, like Mike, I pay you seventy thousand dollars an hour to run this podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, it was just an episode, and you said no, no. Every hour, every you hour we're recording, and that's why sometimes I do long episodes. People think that I'm just drunk and rambling. No. So we never hundred ten thousand dollar show. Yeah, we rant and rave and never ramble. <laughs> I just want to make sure Mike Harrington gets paid. All right. Yeah. Right. Like you have a ga- you have a crippling gambling addiction. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crippling. There's only so many dads that they could kill of yours. <laughs> Jesus. You're you're at the point where you're playing minor league wiffle ball. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's watch this video. Okay. Oh, she gave a little. She gave a little uh, thumbs down. Yeah, she gave the thumbs down and a curtsy. Bong. She just and then they just say, "Why is she leaving?" Uh, so that that is customary for uh, senators to vote like that. They'll typically walk up and do like the thumbs up or thumbs down kind of deal. Like that's. Um, that's a routine thing for uh Why for did this make such news then? It was the way that she did it. So she came in that day uh with a giant chocolate cake um for the staff of the um Senate floor. So the what had happened was the uh, Republicans demanded that uh the entire bill be read out. So they had Oh, it was like a filibuster situation. 100%. So they just had staffers sit there like literally for like 14 hours just reading page after page after page as the Republicans all went home. 
and like just so they didn't have to vote that day. Um, so she felt bad that they had to stay there overnight. So she brought in a giant, giant chocolate sheet cake for them. Right. But the optics of it were she walks in is like, let them eat cake. Fucking fuck you to more money. And then I'm out. Do those people make minimum wage? I don't know. Um, First but- of all, that's pretty fucked. If, if you work in the Senate chamber and make minimum wage, that's a hilarious. By the way, I mean, I remember hearing. So the job I was talking about where I made $10 an hour was canvassing for the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And then I found out how much the guy running the campaign was making mm-hmm. and being like, how do you live on that much money as a grown-up? <laughs> like, because he was salaried. And I was like, you make how much? It was like, I remember it was like, I was 18, so it's 18 years ago. It was like, he was like, I make $25,000 a year. And I was like, are you advertising that to me? <laughs> I can make that much money selling dime bags of regs. Mm. Like... What what are you talking about? This is crazy. That is pretty nuts. Yeah. Um. But it, it's a, it's a weird. It's so Mike. How, where do you stand on the minimum wage? I mean, look. I if you're going to run on the campaign of we need to up the minimum wage, and then you vote no on increasing the minimum wage because you believe oh, she did that. Yeah, she ran. On raising the minimum wage in yeah. her state or in federally? Federally. To what? Uh, so here, let me see if I can find the actual quote from her. Um, Kristen Cinema. She's a Republican Cinema. who ran on raising the minimum wage? No, she's a Democrat. Oh. Which is why it was also weird that she was so chummy with... Uh, with uh, oh, she was going to suck Ted Cruz's balls out of his dick hole. Uh-huh. So I want to see if I can find her initial. She really tweet. likes to have her butthole finger with a class ring on. Uh huh. Um. Okay, no, that was her response to this controversy. I want to see. Did you use DuckDuckGo, Mike? No, you're right. I should use DuckDuckGo. Right. How crazy is it? How much better of a product DuckDuckGo is than Google? <laughs> it's pretty fucking crazy. And I know this is going to probably hurt our careers because they're going to throttle us in Google because they know everything we're saying. Mm. DuckDuckGo should come out with a phone. I'll get rid of this Android. If DuckDuckGo comes out with a Kindle phone, I'm fucking I'm on it, Mike. Mm. Dude, that'd be pretty dope. Hell yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, immediately. Jesus Christ, dude. Duck it's Duck so Go good, is so right? good. It's crazy how good it is. <laughs> It was the first thing that came up, right? Dude, exactly what you wanted. We're not doing an ad. Dude, I swear to God, people, we are not this doing a bit. not a bit. DuckDuckGo is the best free product that exists. It's so good. It's ridiculously good. Every time that I'm just like, where's that fucking thing? And now I can't fucking find it. Fuck. And then I go, I open DuckDuckGo on my phone, and I instantly, I fucking just, find it. Dude, you type in exactly what, just your whole thought process. And it fucking, it, it just, oh yeah, we know exactly what you're looking for. Dude. <laughs> DuckDuckGo fucking rules. Putting the brain in bird brain, DuckDuckGo. <laughs> dude, you're just fucking writing slogans for him. Uh, so yeah, so uh, here we go. The, the actual tweet from her is a full-time minimum wage earner. 
makes less than sixteen thousand a year. This is a no. This one's no brainer. Tell Congress. Hashtag raise the wage. Cinema wrote uh, at the time, including a link to petition launched by five representatives: her, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Carolyn Maloney. Uh, Sean Patrick Maloney and Brad Schneider. Um, First of all, can we just say, I don't know what those two dudes are doing, but they just wanted to fuck those three chicks. No, no, it's, oh yeah, no, I think one is a sister, because it was Carolyn Maloney and Sean Patrick Maloney, both Democrats He was trying to fuck the other two chicks. Mm. He was trying to fuck his sister's hot friends. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, any list that, that Tulsi Gabbard's on, yeah, he's for sure. Trying to smash. I'll co-sign whatever the fuck. If I was a senator, if I was a co- in Congress, Tulsi Gabbard was like, "Hey, would you would you co-sponsor this?" I was like, "I'll co-sponsor all over your fucking face, lady. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever you want." Right? I think surfing is stupid, but I'll learn. Uh, so the um. So yeah, her whole thing was like, we got to raise this minimum wage when she was running as a representative. And that was like, she's like a very power to the people, like rah, rah, rah kind of thing. And then, you know, she gets up there in her fucking goofball ass, like, you know, uh, uh, poodle skirt and Mm -hmm. fucking, you know, uh, she's got a bag, uh, that Lululemon bag that she was carrying. Mm -hmm. uh, You would have to work 20 hours uh, under the current minimum wage to afford just that bag mm. that you're wearing as you put your thumbs down, right? Well, what's weird about because you ran for a position that now pays you what? Are, what are senators get paid? Two hundred fifty grand a year? I believe so. Right. So you're it making, might actually be up to three hundred. You're making what an obscene amount of money per year because you ran and on a platform. Like, you know they had to restructure congressional pensions to you know make it be like oh you have to serve ten years. In either house, before you get a, uh, before you get a pension, because is that it used true? to just be yeah, you should just be one term, and then like, I thought it still was one term. I thought it was no. one term. You get it for life. I believe it's over ten years. The president can serve one term and still get a presidential pension. For life. Yeah, but I believe you can look it up. You can look up congressional pensions. Um, but so that's like a that is fucking we. You know what's weird about the debate on the minimum wage? Can we do a thing where it's like. Part-time employees can make a little less. Because uh, here's the thing is like senior citizens, that, and that's where the weird thing comes in is like a lot of senior citizens are doing these minimum wage jobs now. Senior citizens that don't need as much money, they have social security. Teenagers are doing these jobs. Can we do like some sort of age limit? Because maybe, maybe that is, may, the fact of the matter is a 30-year-old working full-time probably shouldn't accept a minimum wage job. Like, but I don't know, you might have to move, you might have to figure shit out. Like, not everybody, and not everybody has that fucking advantage. I don't fucking know. Hmm. I'll tell you this right now, if we abolish the post office, we can't raise the minimum wage, because we're going to have to build a lot more Walmarts. Can't argue with that. And I know that this show, we are anti, we're still, I know it's no longer, it no longer matters. The post office has been saved, apparently. Has it? I'm still anti-post office, Mike. Goddamn nightmare. I, I don't think it should exist. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why the post office exists. It's just there to save money for giant corporations and send you letters you don't want or need. Both accurate. And then ads. You're, just, you're, you're paying taxes to be advertised, too. 
It's crazy. DuckDuckGo would never do this to us. DuckDuckGo wouldn't. It's a free service. All right, so this lady, is she in trouble now? Is she going to not get reelected? I don't know. People are calling for her head. Um, but the the weird thing about this one and what the reason that I brought this up, uh, just because I found it so funny, like her staff and a bunch of like uh, 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 thinking, you know, uh, like the Democrat, like super woke fucking think piece people were like, well, if you're shitting on her, it's because she's a woman. Really? Can I see some of those? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was like criticizing. I mean, to be fair, we were shitting on her because she's a woman. No, we were shitting on her because she's a liar. I mean, to be fair, that's... we were really just shitting on her because it looked like she wanted to bang Ted Cruz, and that dude's gross. That's also true. Like, if you, it really looked like she was getting ready to suck suck off Ted Cruz. Maybe it just looked like he thought he was spitting good game in that picture. Maybe mm. I'm maybe I'm reading it wrong. Could be. Um. Sorry, I, I had to take the extra step to go to DuckDuckGo because I was like, I'm not even going to bother Googling Kristen Cinema. Dude, it's amazing how good DuckDuckGo... Here, here's, here's the thing. Microsoft fucked it up with Bing. Didn't even work. What do you mean? Like, Bing sucks. You can't find anything on Bing. Well, you can, you can search porn better on Bing, but that's about it. Hmm. Because it's, it's named after Carmela Bing, the large-titted Latin porn star. Uh-huh. God damn, dude. First one. Again, it's so good. Uh, all right. Uh, Kristen Sinema, uh, Democratic senators often suggest criticism or vote against raising minimum wage is sexist. Uh, I'm going to find the actual quote here. Yeah, I'm curious because I don't understand how <clears throat> criticizing that state. I, I want to know if there's more nuance okay. to why she voted no after saying that the minimum wage should be raised. Okay, so here is the her office derided such criticisms as sexist, telling HuffPost in a statement commentary about a female senator's body language, clothing, or physical demeanor does not belong in a serious media outlet. Oh, so her office put that out. Yeah. So so the fact that she came up, she like this is first a, of all, body language is a form of communication. Hundred percent. Like it's just so this is the full long form. Uh, thing of her vote so she walks by right she waves to this woman here then grabs mitch mcconnell so that she has his attention so that she so that they both know how she's voting on this again calls out to them tries to get their attention again right then does the no and little curtsy and then stomps out okay and i mean clearly she was just on the rag though mike i mean like look <laughs> This dumb slit. <laughs> yes. Uh, she was clearly just bleeding out of her gash, or about to. Some of them get it worse right before. I don't know if you know that. And you then know? it's a relief when the blood starts flowing. That might be it. You know, it's like it, it's like medieval times. They need a little bloodletting. Yeah, they got... And they, they got, get the fucking demon evil spirits out of them. Honestly, we should really be shoving leeches up there at that time of the month. That's not a bad idea. No. And you know something... Leeches don't get paid as much as doctors. I, we don't even have to pay a minimum wage. It's true. You know, we could knock out uh, half our problems right there. Bing, bang, bang. At least, I th I'd say way more than half of our problems are caused by women on the wreck. <laughs> I'm going to clip this and send this to Senator Cinema. I mean, let's see if we get her on the show. I'll debate her on this all day. <laughs> I, would, I would literally... 
love to like somehow hack her like fucking pe- you know, her period tracker <laughs> and then get her on right before she's about to and just start just fucking tune her up you know what i mean just really get her fucking oh and just offer her leeches yeah hey you think i can't get leeches mike i know you can get leeches. i got a leech guy i'm sure you do but just the the act of you offering her leeches. You, hey, why don't you slip some of these up your cunt, lady? <laughs> Maybe you'll shut the fuck up and calm down. It smells like pennies in here. <laughs> if you could, dude, if you could get that interview, I'd be so happy. There's no way, Kristen Cinema. <laughs> I tried to get uh, Senator Ben Sass. Oh yeah. Because I wanted to ask a Republican senator, what's it like to have such a gay name? <laughs> <laughs> Uh. All right, let's move on. We got to talk about Governor Cuomo. We got to talk about... Officially now, he's got more accusers than can eat together in a restaurant. Well, it depends how big the sausage is. <laughs> You know, no, there's, there, we said last week if there's one more accuser, <laughs> they're not allowed to be. There's not you're not allowed to have tables of more than six. Yeah, but he upped it to 33 in the last week. Oh, it was 25. He was getting ready. That's what it is. He was getting. That's a small gathering. 25. Yeah, you're well, not. If you're at a restaurant, parties of six. No, no, no. I'm saying at a restaurant, it used to be 25 percent capacity. Oh, now it's 33 percent capacity, so you can fit more accusers in the restaurant. Can, yeah, yeah, that's true. They can rent out a hall. Yeah, together. So he's up to um, seven, I believe. Uh, and the photo of him yesterday. Well, and Brock Johnny called it. He goes. He goes. He. I think he said he was doing the. He's going to be walking around crazy like Vinny the Chin by the end, and then he really just was, just covered in a blanket. What is he drinking? By the way, it looks like a Bud Light Platinum. Is that a Bud Light Platinum? Tell me, it doesn't look exactly like. I a thought Bud it was Light a Platinum. small bottle of Remy Martin at first. It's definitely booze. He's definitely upset. He's definitely covered in a shawl. We saw Dalton Pruitt earlier. He said he looked like Strega Nona. <laughs> Oh, it's fucking hilarious. He's just, he's outside like an old Italian grandmother being like, well, where are you? I'm just so worried. <laughs> like, he's just, he's clearly like, they're just telling him. And um, all the all the hot chicks from New York told him to resign. AOC, Kristen Gillibrand. Kristen Gillibrand, not as hot as she was when she was younger, but she was pretty hot for a while as far as senators go. She's mm-hmm. getting a little old. But I think also she could... She could take his job, Gillibrand. She's got uh, national recognition. Um, because he's got when is his election? Look that up too. Um, but he's had here's here's one that came out. Uh, somebody, somebody sent me this. When was she hot? Not hot, but hot for a senator. Oh yeah, I see it. Yeah, when she was—I'm talking about like 15 years ago. That kind of looks like the chick Michael Scott ended up with. Remember oh, the chick yeah, from yeah, like yeah, season yeah, yeah. two of The Wire? Uh, yeah, she was like the she was like the docs cop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was like a cute, like blonde real, like cute blonde realtor 
vibes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, when she was younger. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So Cuomo. Okay, next. NYC or New York governor race. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Dude, here's one. Uh, 2022, November. So, oh, so that's a year. Oh, so he's got a year and a half. He's got a year and a half. But there's no one in contention. I guess Cynthia Nixon can come back and just take it. No, um, I mean, well, you know, there's still an impeachment, right? And if you remember uh, when California recalled their governor. Oh, shit. That's how we got the gubernator. That's how Schwarzenegger became the governor of California. That's what I'm saying. So, so who could we get? Cameron? Dog. Oh, man. What if Jada Kiss becomes the governor of New York? Dog. <laughs> yeah, he's got that song, Why? He's asking all the right questions. <laughs> Yo, if fucking Jada Kiss was just doing the briefings every day... If he just fucking <laughs> just if, oh, if he just brought D block, it was just Styles P as lieutenant governor yeah. doing the press conferences, be like, I mean, this is come some gay shit. Like he's just like he's just like, dude, there's a video of dude, just Sheik Luge fucking addressing the press every day. Just dude, walking there's in a video like, of Janicus is one of my favorite things ever. Well, he talks about how he stopped selling coke because he makes good rap money, but he still sells weed because it's just a violation. He's like. I might stop at some point. Probably not. Like, I'm just like, that's the man we need leading the people. <laughs> like, real debates in the state Senate? Like, have you ever seen the Sour versus Hayes debate between... <laughs> oh, yeah. Styles yeah. and... Yo, but that Sour Hayes, though? though? Yo, but that Hayes, though. He's like, yo, you forgot what Sour did for you? <laughs> Sour built your house. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, I, yo, look, I'm just saying, if we're going to get, if New York is going to get a celebrity governor, it really should be a rapper. Oh, dude, that'd be so awesome. It's the birthplace of hip hop. Mm -hmm. It's got to either be the only people, and the only people qualified, I don't want to see no Jay Z shit. The only people qualified are Little Fame. Uh, I'm gonna say Raekwon because he's a chef. Um, Ghostface and Cameron and Jadakiss. Also, probably South P. Dude, you're not DMX gonna have, and DMX. You're not gonna have. All right, no, DMX has too many felonies. I don't think does that. Are you not allowed to be the? You're not allowed to be the president if you have a felony. Can you, you should still be able to be the governor. Maybe it's like maybe it's the same rules as immigration, right? So like Arnold can never be president, but he could be governor of California. That's how we should work with felonies. Mm, I don't know though, man. I don't think I don't want to see DMX as the governor. If you're gonna pick anybody from the fucking D block of the double R. All right, if you're gonna pick anybody from Rough Riders, that's a fucking deep squad, right? Mm-hmm. Who was in Rough Riders? It was the uh the locks was there for a while. Yeah. DMX, mm-hmm. Dragon. Who else was in that crew? Yeah, you also had Jin. Jin. Him and him and Yang Gang could get together. I think they could see eye to eye on some things. Damn, dude! It fucking they're the it... only two that could see eye to eye with each other. All right, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> okay. All right, so you should have diffused and debilitated that situation, Mike. <laughs> should have. You're right. My bad. 
Um, no, but I mean, like, here's my here's my thing, right? Because it's like, if you think about it, because mm-hmm. uh, like Yang is coming through with policy, and anytime somebody tries to get at him, fucking Jin just comes up from behind, like Bob Bob, hit you with a couple bars, freestyle oh, Friday, yeah, exactly. That'd be pretty. That's like, actually that's a good tactic. Like, yo, you want to make fun of me and for Andrew, saying I'm in a bodega when I'm really in a Korean grocery? Like, all right, what's wrong with your hats? Jin is gonna tell you right now. Yeah, yeah. Why are your pants tight? Luckily, I got Jin here. <laughs> He's a born again Christian now. Bop, 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 I, met, bop. I met him once. Oh, he was doing comedy for a while. Is, uh, golly. Yeah. Uh, but if Jin just came out and was just like, like, so if somebody criticized Andrew Yang, like on the mayor's podium, and they were just like, well, your plan for UBI makes no sense. It's like, this bitch thinks his plan for UBI stinks. Your pussy stinks because of UTI. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, by the way, I, I've I've said this before, but never on a microphone. Uh-huh. Now that we're talking about the Rough Riders, this has always messed me up. So the Rough Riders had a member named Dragon, Dragon, right? And His they name had Dragon, and they had an Asian MC named Yes Jin. But he the Asian added, he was added later. But the Asian MC's name wasn't Dragon. Because his name wasn't Dragon, it was Dragon. I'm sorry, dude. If you if you have a rap group and one of your guys is named Dragon, and his I name know wasn't Dragon, and I, it was Dragon. And I know that your group includes an Asian guy. Am I wrong? But to- they added the Asian guy later. They weren't going to just make him change his name. I mean, okay. Which one makes more sense? Yes, I understand <laughs> that if his name was Dragon, which it's not, it's Dragon, which, to be fair, his name isn't Devin, it's Devon, you know which, where you're going, right? No. Uh, Dragon just sounds like... His name was Dragon. Yeah. That's like, guy. no, that's like saying Dragon, but like you're just putting some oomph on it. All right. But you, they're not going to make him later change it... He was in the core Rough Rider group even before they added the locks. It was like he was he was like DMX's guy, Dragon. Okay. So like they added Jin just because he won all the freestyle battles on 106 in Park. Okay. Whatever. He was like a gimmick. Tony Yayo fucking, you know, he made some sacrifices to make room for game and it made sense. Yeah, but game's name wasn't like Tony Game. <laughs> like his name was just Game. That's like being like, I like. I'm Lloyd, just saying. Like, I don't know. Game, you look more like a Lloyd to me. Lloyd Banks, your name is different now. Like it's like, what are you? What are you talking about? You're literally just saying, <laughs> you look more like a dragon. <laughs> You're a dragon now. My name's been Dragon the whole time. Now no one's gonna notice. You're Dragon, and your name is Jin. Does it work for a colored? What should we call him now? Dijon. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean... I'll be honest, it has the same emphasis. Right? Dijon? Okay. Right? You just take the dash out of Dragon, move it to Jin, make him Dijon, oh. make Dragon Dragon. But Dijon like a Dijin. Sure. Like a genie. Whatever. Dijin. Well, no, it would be Dijon. Dijon. Yeah, but, he's, but he's still a genie. He spells it Dijin. And he comes out like Will Smith in the Aladdin remake. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, you, you need to put some respect on Dragon's name. <laughs> Dude, Dragon finds me, it's going to be a problem. Um, I wonder what Dragon is up to right now. I don't know. We should probably interview him for the show. Look uh, him up. So other members you could have gone for, uh, Swizz Beats, um, Eve, who I think was... Oh, yeah, I forgot about Eve. She was Philly. She got, she got the most famous out of them, right? Other than DMX. You think she was more famous than Jadakiss? Eve had like an acting career and television shows. Did she? She definitely had a show that she starred in on UPN Nine. Hmm. And she definitely had like, she had cross. I don't think the Locks ever really had crossover hits, like real national crossover hits. I mean, why? Maybe. Uh, because uh, I got high. I get high. Yeah, those two. But I feel like Eve had oh, like right. Eve was in Eve barber that, shop. Eve also had that song with fucking uh what the fuck's her name? The No Doubt Girl. Quit Stefani. Mm. Yeah, and she's still making she's still on TV shows. Yeah. Like I feel like other than DMX, she was the most crossover person from She's in Triple X. Giant group. Was Bubba Sparks technically a rough rider? I know he made that one song with Jada Kiss. No. They talk, it was on the Rough Rider. It was on the second Rough Riders album. That shit is fire. They Bubba, ain't ready. You remember that? Bubba Sparks with with Jadakiss. That shit was that was that, it's a Timberland beat and it's fucking like I remember the first time I heard it. I'd be like, this is pretty dope. Yeah, uh, 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 Rough Riders featuring Jadakiss and Bubba Sparks. They ain't ready. Yeah, yo, let's just go out with that instead of that fucking door song. All right. No, no, no. Instead of uh, the poo to the loo song. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Okay. People need to hear that song. It's pretty dope. song is pretty dope. Um, we're, t- we're talking about Cuomo. Cuomo's done for. Yeah, so uh, you were the way we got to this was who is going to take the job from Cuomo. Oh, if there's a, ru- if there's a runoff. I don't think he gets in. P- he, if he resigns, doesn't his lieutenant governor just become governor? She would be the first female governor... Of New York. Really? Which means she probably doesn't get primaried. All I'm saying, and she, uh, supposedly she's very anti-drug, the lieutenant governor. Mm, don't like that. Mm, no, I'm not a fan. I'm pro-drug. Yeah. I literally got drafted out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, she, she, she does... She looks like an evil white lady in a movie. Yeah, no, she's anti. She's very anti legalization of even pot. I think. Yeah, Hokel. Yeah, that's her fucking stupid name, Kathy Hokel. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it seems like people are uh, supporting her. People. So what? I I read a uh, interesting theory today uh, that this is uh, just a prelude uh, for the move Kamala because Kamala is the one calling the shots on Cuomo needing to be out. Mm-hmm. Right, like the no time for whataboutism, no time for like looking at the facts. We got to get him out because he's bad for business. Period. And they're saying that if well, this, how did this? I this is still. I know we've been talking about this week to week, mm-hmm. but it is. I and I have been talking about it a lot. It is crazy to me how far from grace this man has fallen in a short while. Eh. You don't even give a shit. I mean, I knew he was a piece of shit to begin with. I feel like we all kind of knew he was a piece of shit. Uh, I don't think anybody gave a second thought to it. 
No, the numbers have been coming back about old people dying in New York for a minute. You are in a pl- you work in a place where you're going to hear about that. When I was in South Carolina with my parents. Oh, South Carolina. I'm saying, like the fucking Fox News was talking about the shit Cuomo was doing wrong. I'm talking about we live in time. New York City. Nobody watches Fox News. Nobody was talking about that. Most major news networks were not talking about. Now, obviously, I mean, Fox I've had... is the most major news network. They have the most eyes. They make the most money. Yeah, they're the CBS of news networks. Nobody cares. NCIS isn't the most groundbreaking television show, Mike. Okay, but it's still motherfuckers is watching it. It's still relevant because motherfuckers are watching. How it. many people watching Fox News have headphones on with Bluetooth fucking headphones because their family wants to just turn them off, and then they're really just sleeping on their recliner with the news playing. Okay, some. Most. Some, no. But More then they, than half. But then they wake up, and they're only running the same four stories all day long, because trust me, I watched a fucking enough Fox News while I was down there, and it's all the same shit, and it was a lot of this Cuomo shit. So it's like, I felt like this motherfucker was evil the whole time, and I feel like mad motherfuckers have been talking about how evil he was the whole time. Which, I don't trust Fox News. I'm just going to... I don't... I, I want to reiterate that for the show. I don't trust them either, right? Mm. But... Uh, what I do know, I trust my gut, right? And anyone who's trying to make himself a fucking celebrity, right, while people are dying. He did try to do that. Yes, right? When he wrote you, a book. You make yourself. You got the Emmy. When you he lean into. Robert De Niro. When you lean into Cuomo sexual, right, and talk about how great of a fucking job you're doing. He, he bought his own hype. Take your fucking victory lap at halftime hard. like a fucking dummy. He took a victory lap at halftime. He oh. signed a fucking book deal. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. how to solve Corona nine months into fucking a two-year and, pandemic. And then the fucking cases spiked and he shut restaurants down again and it didn't change anything. He's a cunt. He's an evil cunt, right? And it's like, I feel like you and I have been on that corner from the jump. So I don't feel any different about oh, yeah, this guy. I, I mean, look, I've been anti. I'm always going to be anti. And especially idol building in, in a crisis. I, idol building in a fucking politician. Fuck you. You're a public servant. Act like it, motherfucker. Period. I pay your salary. So here's you're one not that, fucking better than me. Here's Fuck one that, you. Here's one that came out. Here's a headline from earlier today. I help women with abusive husbands, and here I am enduring this. Cuomo's ex-wife Carrie Kennedy told friends she slept in a locked bathroom to avoid the governor's physical abuse. <laughs> At this point, I feel like it's going to be like that Simpsons episode where just the infrared turkey. And this may or may not be Homer Simpson basting in his own juices at 350 degrees. <laughs> like It's just like that was just like her friends being like, yeah, he used to beat up Carrie Kennedy. too." First of all, again, the Irish, he's got a thing. It's, it's it's a very funny... He does have a type. They all bow to the freckles. Um, it's, But it's like, yo, how is he going to burn for this? It's very not- funny that it's still this and not the... You know what it is, though, is because the old... Now, if he resigns because of this, I think that's why more people keep coming out. So it's like you said, if you're talking about a nice regular theory... Regular, regular theory. Um, it's it makes sense that they would do this because then the poster boy for the Democratic Party under COVID, in the fucking midst of the pandemic, the 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 thick of it, as it were, um, doesn't go down. For, if he doesn't go down for the nursing home, if he goes down for this, the nursing home thing goes away. Yeah. 
And that takes a lot of heat off of the current ruling party. Yeah. Like, so he's just such a stubborn Dago that he won't just quit. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just like, nah, I didn't do that shit. Fuck you, copper. Like, well, yo, Shane, Shane Smith kind of nailed it. I'm without a country this week. It's like they're literally saying he's guilty of being an Italian man. <laughs> like, well, I mean, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that all over the internet where they're just like, I've seen like literal like Italian women on like some of the stupid South Brooklyn Facebook groups <laughs> that I'm in. You guys like seeing photos of old things in my neighborhood. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they're like, the what are they so mad at him for? He Italian people are touchy. It's fine. I was raped by a couple of uncles. It's just... It's like, it, well, the sausage thing was hilarious. Um, and, you know, he's just Rugman now. He's just the guy... How do you not realize that you, do, you have paparazzi outside and you go out in that blanket? He should have went out in a snorkel like Jadakiss would have. <laughs> that would have looked fucking gubernatorial. <laughs> Jadakiss would have been out there with a fucking fur hood, talking on blue, talking on speakerphone. Aha! Where we going with this, dude? How how great would that be? By the way, if your fucking daily briefings was just like, Aha! we had yeah, three deaths today. Is dying. It's, ah. <laughs> like just Jadakiss Jada being like. We're going to lose some old people, eh? Hospitalization's down to 70%. Yeah, go outside. Just wear your mask. Just wear your mask. Dude, if he just spit bars every day with the fucking... Yo, if he was just... It was just him and Papoose Mm. going back and forth. Mm. Oh, that'd be fucking dope. God damn, dude. Why can't you just let us have our new governor? Yeah, Governor Jadakiss. (laughs) Governor Jadakiss. We totally deserve Governor Jadakiss, man. Like, I I vote for Jadakiss immediately because mm-hmm. none of this matters. No, no, God, no. Like, Jadakiss would at least be like, like, politicians typically just go with party lines. Jadakiss would be like, I don't know about all this. He'd have some party lines, all right? Yeah, he would definitely have some party lines. <laughs> Dude, he'd be like... He'd, yeah, he'd have to he'd have to put them on the scale that they weigh the whales with. <laughs> uh, fuck. If we don't get Governor Jadakiss, <laughs> how psychic. What is even the point of Cuomo getting fired if we don't get Governor Jadakiss? Dude, we need to have and we need to have the most insane runoff. You know what I mean? Because that's what made the California runoff so great. Is you just had fucking But I don't think that's how New York works. I think the uh, the state constitution of California just allows for that. Hmm. We wouldn't even we wouldn't even have that. It'd be great if we could just get like random crazies from around New York State. Cool. Like the guy who runs Duffs in Buffalo is running against fucking Andrew Yang, Jada Kiss. <laughs> uh you gotta have a porn star in there, so Alana Love. Yeah, she's around. <laughs> Uh, he could resign the office or be impeached and removed. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul will take over in both scenarios. Hochul. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I think that's how it works. And then she won't get primaried because she'd literally be the first female governor of New York. No, nah, she'd get primaried. 
She wouldn't. Somebody would. All right, fine. Somebody would. Somebody who was going to run in the primaries then would just run independent. Possibly. I mean, unless it's from. I honestly still think he does not resign. No, God, no. He's gonna have to get impeached. Like he's he's gonna know he's gonna get primary. They've already started the impeachment process. No, they they have hundred percent started the impeachment process of today. Yeah, but it's a prog- it's a it's a mostly democratic state senate. It's a super majority. Yeah, but I'm saying they're the ones who started the process. Oh yeah, true. So it's like uh But impeach him for by- what? They're gonna impeach him. Oh, that's the thing. The impeachment is for the old people. NY Assembly to open impeachment investigation on Governor Cuomo. But what what for? Um, First of all, an impeachment investigation is not an impeachment trial. Into misconduct uh, allegations. On the chicks? Yeah. A woman who works as an aide for Cuomo says the governor aggressively groped her in the governor's residence late last year. You know what? You made a great point where it's just like, well, actually, I made the point. You, You got me there, though. Okay. But it's like they literally are just trying to if the the old people story wasn't going away. It was just getting worse and worse. Yeah. So if this doesn't happen, they already had Lindsey Boylan, right? And that we talked about that. That must have been the first time we talked about Lindsey Boylan must have been eight weeks ago. Yeah, that was for regular harassment, not sexual harassment eight weeks ago. But there's got to be a reason. She had the sexual harassment in the back pocket. Or did my, she? Man, I would love to be that back pocket, though, you know? <laughs> I mean, my, my question for you is, like, or did she? No, she did. I think she had it in her back pocket, and maybe she wanted some... She she knew she can get a little stiffer attention later, you know what I'm saying? A little later on. Uh, I mean, what... Realistically, though, it's the, the sexual harassment mm-hmm. that she's claiming wasn't much different from the regular harassment she claimed she was getting. You know what I mean? It's just... It's like, yeah, he was a dick who didn't respect me. It's like, all right. You, we. I still think it's funny that he started calling her Lisa after she rebuked him. <laughs> that's so goddamn funny. It made me... That's the first thing he's ever done that I was like, kind of like that guy. <laughs> Telling you, dude. Um, Fucking, he's following that playbook. But... She, look, I, all I'm saying is, like, I feel like she had that in her back pocket or she somebody... Whatever, maybe somebody just was like, "Hey, like maybe you can, uh, maybe maybe we'll make sure nobody's going after you for libel if you say the things you were planning on saying." You know what I mean? There could be somebody in her ear. I think I think that. Look, none of these allegations are that bad. Where I don't think he, I think he did all of this. Mike, okay. What do you think? I mean, I'm reading the allegations Boylan came up with against him, and it's like, yeah, I believe most of these. Yeah, because he just, he like tried to hook up with her. Yeah. She was like, nah. Yeah. And then he called her Lisa, which sounds exactly like some greaseball shit that would happen in like a Bay Ridge high school. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like none of these things that they're being like Cuomo's harassing women. It, it really is just all Ginzo shit. He, went, he just happens to be the governor of New York and was just America's sweetheart six months ago. Uh, so he's accused the governor of going out there's of his way one, to... No, there's one recent one where a chick says he groped her, right? 
Yeah, well, Boylan is saying when I was related to uh, touch her lower back, arms, and legs, and kissing. That's not her a grope. I'm talking about a titty grope. I'm talking right. about a titty grope. Okay. Um, I think somebody said he grabbed a titty. Yeah. So that was the sixth one. Uh, that was from the uh, inquiry that I was just reading a little bit ago. Uh, yeah. So that's got to be weird to be a chick. You just like dudes are always trying to broach the touch barrier to see if you respond, especially like a powerful man. Sure. In that situation, the fe- I don't do that, but like you know, it's like a thing. That's like a known thing. You see handsy guys. Mm. Yeah, I, I go for it from time to time. From time to time, I can be a handsy guy. I mean, not anymore. When I was a younger man, yeah, for I've sure. also never seen you be a creep to a chick. Huh. Well, yeah, that's fair. You seem to be an I've asshole. Seen you be an asshole. Never a creep. That's I've fair. known you to be a creep. Really. There's a thing I heard, but I'm not going to say it on the show. Hmm. All right, we'll talk off air. All right. I feel like I've also already talked to you about this, and it was like, just so you know, I heard about this, and I feel like it was a creepy move. Okay. It was a couple years ago. Okay. All right. (laughs) Talk about the Cuomo stuff. Uh, I just want to know what this is really badly right now. No, it's a tease for after. And for <laughs> tease for after the show for the people at home who don't get to listen. Yeah, exactly. It's a tease for. Now our, they're like, "What were they talking about?" It's a tease for our conversation in the yeah. booth. Yeah, it's a tease for. It's fun. Yeah, it's a tease uh, for just you. The female aide says that she and Cuomo were alone in the governor's private residence on the second floor of the executive mansion when he put his hands under her blouse and began to fondle her. Uh, the source told the Times Union the aide has been called to Cuomo's living quarters to help him with his cell phone. A request the newspaper describes as an apparent pretext for the two of them to be alone. Oh, my God, dude. If he's right. just... Oh, dude, I'm so old. I don't know how to use my cell phone. Here, let me just... Can I touch your titties? Yeah. <laughs> hey, could you show me how to use this cell phone over here? Let me... Is this how you dial? <laughs> It's like a rotary, right? I just swirl here. No, no, sir, that's my titty. <laughs> sir, that's not a rotary phone. Stop pushing in and turning it till it's taut and letting it spin back. Please, sir, I'm about to be on the rag and that's a little sensitive. Stop pressing your finger into my titty, swirling it slowly, stopping, pulling your finger out, and letting it snap back into place. Please, it's not a rotary phone. Stop talking into my belly button. What are you doing? Dude. Why are you holding my finger to your ear? Yeah, what an MVP he is, though, where he's like, yeah, I can't figure out this cell phone thing. What Send over the hot 23-year-old. Yeah, I, I need a social media intern. Somebody get me one of those social media broads behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't want... No, 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 no. Not one of the broads that talks into the cameras. No, no. One of the the social media ones that <laughs> trained. They got social media, you know. <laughs> she, preferably TikTok. <laughs> you know, I like them a little... Eh. I'm going to need her to come alone to my place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it's just me and her. I need this, I, I need I one of these fucking little whores we hired to show me how to slide into somebody's DMs. <laughs> yeah, I can't figure out the Instagrams. Yeah. I can't figure out how to send my cock to this other chick. <laughs> send me one of these young broads to tell her to show me how to send my cock to one of these older broads. How do I uh how do I send a That's friend a pretty to- good cock, huh? <laughs> send it over to Lindsay. Lisa, I mean Lisa. <laughs> How do I friend request a chick I went to prom with? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you see this lady? I uh, She told me no, and I want to make sure her grandmother dies. <laughs> <laughs> How do I find who her grandmother is and what nursing home she's in so now, I can divert more people there? Now, where's her ancestry.com or whatever? Ah. <laughs> uh, He's sunk. It is. Oh. Yeah, he's done for, dude. You know, they're always coming after us Italians, Mike. You know, it's racist. Mm-hmm. But so check this out. What I was reading today was they're going to use this as pretext. Um, like as oh, like this is what you're talking about the Kamal Harris thing. Kamal's going to use this get rid of Joe. Oh, the same exact same play. There's just going to start being because he's already Biden's got the accuser. Yep. Who He's, claimed he stuck his finger in her snatch? Yep. And said, and I quote, "You mean nothing to me, correct?" Something along those lines. Um, right. So he's got that. Which I'll be honest, not as classy as just calling a bitch Lisa. No, no, not even nearly. Yeah, like no, like there's real malice and aggression in Biden's. Yeah, Cuomo comes off a little beta, but it's still funny. He just yeah, he comes off very in. All of his are super insecure jock shit. Except for the sausage. No, that was... The sausage was him successfully hitting on that reporter. He was successfully hitting on a... But you you could tell it was a loudmouth Italian guy who was bad at talking to girls. As a loudmouth Italian guy who's kind of bad at talking to girls. (laughs) Okay. And but it's it works occasionally on occasion. Yeah, uh, that's w- exactly what that looks like. Like mm. that's just somebody who's just like, I'm just going for it. You're gonna eat the sausage <laughs> if you don't. I can play it off like it's not gonna be anything other than me trying to make you eat a sausage, and that's hilarious. I don't know, dude. And then he smashed. He probably smashed. I I think he a hundred percent smashed. Yeah. The fact that she came out was just like that was a consenting thing between two adults. Like, whoa, lady, we didn't ask all that. <laughs> she was like, who, who says my Andrew? <laughs> so Kamala Harris is going to run this whole game on Joe. Yeah, it's the uh, when uh, within a year. I think Joe too senile to give a fuck. Yeah, agreed. So where did you read this? Uh, just the twitters. Just some theories that people were bantering about, what chatting about. What Twitter are you... Stop following the people you're following that you're reading. Why? Clearly, Kamala Harris is just waiting for Joe Biden to die. It's going to happen any day now. I don't know. Maybe. Do you think she wins re-election against Trump? You think... I mean, do you think Trump's going to run again? I think if he can run against Kamala Harris, he'll run again. Mm, it's fair. If he cannot have to deal with a primary to run against 
a, a non-primaried Kamala Harris, I think he would run for president again. No, he would have to deal with a primary because he has pissed off enough people in the Republican Party where That's like true. people are going to be. You know, no matter what, somebody's going to run against him. Yeah, that's true. He'll win, though. Eh, maybe not. Who knows? I, yeah. That fucking, uh, you know, I mean, you're really going to bet against the Cheney? No. I mean, apparently she's fucking, like, as soon as Trump was out of office, she started kicking up shit about, like, fuck you, Trump. Republican Party's moving on, motherfucker. And like a bunch of people did kind of back her. So that makes me think like, well, I mean, if we're talking about just the most ruthless scumbag fucking family in politics, Mm -hmm. it might be the Cheney family. You're fair. So no, that is the worst, you know, like, why would I put it past them to be like, all right, let's position our fucking daughter for a run at the office. Okay. Um, do you have that? Do you have those tweets that you said or else we'll move on? What tweets? The uh, Kamal Harris thing. No. I'm just curious. No. All right, so let's move on. Okay. Um, we've got an Ask the Goon. Okay. I've got an email. Uh, hold on. Let me find my email. Hold on. Send one of those broads in here. I can't. <laughs> you need me to have a social media intern come in there alone? I need a social... Have a social media in here come in here and sit on my lap and tell me about... The internets. Just you one-on-one with her? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this is from uh, Harrington is gay at Hotmail.com. Okay. Well, I didn't... Somebody created a Hotmail for me? <clears throat> well, no. It seems like they created a Hotmail to call you gay. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's flattering. Thank you for doing that. Harrington is gay mm-hmm. at Hotmail.com. At Hotmail.com. Yep. Uh, it was unsigned, or I would have just said from Dave or whatever. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I very recently got a job with a new boss. He routinely emails me and texts me ideas that I know he hasn't fully fleshed out, and he just needs to express them to someone. He has repeated many of these plans to me in multiple formats. Text, email, speaking face-to-face, in mandatory staff meetings, the job is life-changing money for me, so I have to grin and bear it. But when is it my place to put my foot down, explain that I need a concrete plan of action if this business is going to thrive? Also, at what point does it fall on me for not getting these half-cocked ideas off the ground? Now, I wish I had a list of the ideas. Because let's say this guy um, ran a chicken farm, right? And he had some half-cocked ideas. You see, because his idea was he would cut all the roosters in half, and then they can impregnate twice as many chickens. Mm -hmm. That would be a good half-cocked idea. It's his half-cocked idea. That would be his one. And therefore, it would be uh, Harrington is gay. His, mm-hmm. He should say to the guy, hey, if you cut the roosters in half, they'll die. <laughs> right? That's what he would say to that sort of half-cocked idea. Now, <clears throat> now, if he means it's a half-cocked idea in that it's a gun that's not 
uh, fully cocked and therefore will not fire. I think there's a way to explain to a boss that what they're doing is going to hurt their business rather than help it. But you're willing to do whatever it takes to execute their idea. There's a way to say that. There's a way to say, listen, dummy, you don't say it that way. You go, well, I understand that you would like this to happen. However, I'd imagine there's a brevity to these things, right? Because like when somebody's just shooting off, people in in danger often, this could be, I I imagine this is like a, a person who's like, you know, whatever, businesses are hurting. So most businesses are. Most, yeah. I mean, there's very few businesses that are not hurting. Right, even the their cocaine sales are down this year. Crazy. It's the only thing that cures COVID. Fucking stimmies are down while stimmies are out. It's crazy to me, Mike. This makes no sense. Yeah. Um. But it's the kind of thing where it's like when you're. I've seen it happen in other places where people will just throw shit at the wall, and see if something sticks. And in some situations, that works, but what you could tell somebody is like, hey, look, every one of these things, just like, I, like you frame it in a way where you're just like, I'm kind of worried about your money here, because I am now working here, so I need to work here to live, okay. right? Like, I'm dedicating, whoever this person is, Harrington is gay at Hotmail.com, right? Um, clearly a comedic genius. Clearly. Um, but I don't know what industry he's working in. He probably should quit and get some sort of job in comedy. Um, uh, but explain to your boss that you now need... It's like, hey, look, I want to make sure that I'm here for as long as possible because I'm very excited to be here. Especially if it's life-changing money. And if you're saying that, you must have coveted this job, went after it, and gotten. Right. So it's like, you go and you go, look, I want to just make sure we're not losing your money. And if we don't do this correctly, everything, because as somebody who's owned multiple businesses, literally everything you do costs money if you own a business. Mm -hmm. Flicking on a light switch Cost money. Like every single thing you do, inaction also costs you money, and that that's where a lot of people get caught up, Mike. So, like, if you if you have an empty space for an, a significant amount of time, every second that your place is not making money is costing you money, right? So, let, let's say you make ten thousand dollars in a day, right? Okay. At a bar, let's just say a bar, or whatever, a retail store, whatever. The ring is $10,000, right? Then you close, you lock the door. All of a sudden, that money is like all leaving your life every second until you get back to that place and reopen it. Every second. So if you just explain to him, was like, look, I get the financial burden of having a place like this, but I worry that you're going to burn through more of your operating capital by doing some of these ideas, 
half like like if they're not flesh as far and also I'll tell you this as far as the communication thing people just want to text back and forth here's a good way around that and this is something I've always found play fucking dumb literally play fucking stupid when you when people are overly are over communicating with you this is what you do you set up an email chain and you go hey i'm just trying to keep track of everything that we say let's keep it here and then the first couple of times they send you a text just go hey i replied to this in the email chain i just want to keep everything in one place because i don't want to i, I don't want to lose it because you could lose your phone. Yeah, but then what? at what point do you just become his secretary? What do you mean? Like, at what point then does Harrington Sucks become the guy no, who's... No, 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 Hold on. Harrington is gay. All right, whatever. At what point does Harrington... His name is Harrington is gay. At what point does Harrington is gay just become his boss's secretary then, where his boss is constantly texting him, like, thoughts at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and it's like, all right, now it's Harrington is well, gay's there's also, job. I mean, you, to, can like, all, you also are allowed to not... I've had to so I've had to say to you and Alex and Frank please forgive me if I text you at 2 in the morning. Now this person might not might might not have the forethought to do that but I am an insane person and Mike I text you at 4 in the morning. Yeah. Fairly often. Regularly. Um and I literally have had to say to people, I apologize if I do this. Mm-hmm. I just am getting the th- don't, and I literally have said, don't respond. Like, do, don't encourage it by responding. I won't be mad. I just need to get the thought out and have it delivered to you, or else it will leave my brain forever. Right? Checks out. So I think you can not respond to the text. I mean, I don't know if this person has read receipts on. It seems dumb. Um, if you're getting a text at 2 in the morning from your boss, you can text them back in the morning and be like, sorry, was smashing, was sleeping, J-O-ing, on coke. There's any sort of thing you tell your boss. Right? There's all sorts of stuff. You mean, look, I was really into it last night. If I had responded to you, I would have given you bad advice. But there's also the kind of thing where you go, like, I I think you can kind of, like, in the morning be like, hey, responded via email. I think if you move communication to email, it makes it a little more formal. And so you kind of just go, hey, if we're going to be spitballing ideas back and forth, if it's a conversation... There are certain things that I guess need to be via text, but if it's like for, so let's say, what did we say it was before? Slaughterhouse? Yeah, yeah chicken coopery. A chicken coopery. Uh, so let's say they wanted to focus more on eggs than uh, tendies, right? Okay. So you would be like, all right, here's my, so in the email, You'd outline the strategy for what you think would work with egg sales, how you'd make egg sales better. You could put prizes in them via syringe. 
Um, you could probably pre-scramble them in the thing. You put them in a centrifuge, right, and spin them real fast. And then they, when you crack them, they'd already be scrambled. I think that would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, you could you could provide uh, a slingshot for the eggs for Halloween, maybe like a I prize. I hate it. Um, but in the text, you go, "Hey, here's a couple of things." Uh, I had this cool slingshot idea, but I really outlined it in the email. It seems like a lot for a text. You know, you could do that in the, and then it kind of like moves that. But then for like smaller things. Where it's not as, like, you know, that's a big deal focusing on eggs instead of tendies. That's a big deal for chicken coopery. Mm-hmm. But, so for like a small thing where he's just like, hey, uh, Big Bertha, that's his favorite chicken. He's like, hey, Big Bertha is acting up a little bit. Now, you know he's concerned about Big Bertha. That's his favorite chicken. He fucks that chicken. The boss of the chicken coopery. Harrington is gay. I just want you to know. I know he- <laughs> I don't know if you're gay also, you're just hoping Harrington is gay. But so the chicken coopery, maybe you hope you were hoping maybe you were gonna fuck your boss, and that's why it's life changing money, but really it's life changing, you know, dick in your ass. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But what you could do is you go, look, I get I get it. Look, birth is important to you, okay? Like it Certain things you can talk via text, but like mostly just start veering it. I had a thing with a with an old business partner who was infuriating to deal with. Like always wanted to have meetings. Mm-hmm. Now, meetings are mostly pointless in general. Um, and I started having to be like this. I started having to be like, you need to put all of the bullet points of what we're talking about before I get on a train or come to you or block off time in my day off to meet with you we need I need to know because there are certain things look it's easier to talk I'm a I'm a I'm a talk guy I'll call rather than text because sometimes it's just easier I need to know where we're at and I don't need to I don't want to wait for a text back so like I get I get it. You want to meet up. You want to talk in person. It feels a little bit better. But you need you need to know what you want to talk about. So you can be like, look, I I can have a meeting, but I here's the way you do it. You go, we have a meeting coming up. I want to know what to have prepared. So I need to know what you need from me. Give me the bullet points. Before I come there, before we set a time for the meeting, I need the bullet points. Just by saying that, half the meetings go away. Minimum. Because what you're doing is you're putting the onus on them by saying you're going to please them. You get what I mean? Okay. Like, you're you're literally saying, hey, I'm half retarded. Uh, You need to tell me what you need me to say to you when we get there because I know you've hired me to do a job, but I'm too stupid to do that job. So I'm going to take time when I'm not working for you to do work so when I'm working for you, it's all streamlined and you're not wasting your money. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. Now, let me see what else Harrington is gay has said in this email. 
Yeah, concrete plan of action. I think that's the way to do it. So, like, you get the bullet points, and if you want his business to thrive in the chicken coopery, you kind of there's a there's also a point where you kind of got to go. Look, you hired me to do a job. Allow me to do it, or don't. Like, you're not. But that might if it's a new job, that's not really the place yet. You got to. When somebody's feeling you out, you kind of got to let them feel you out. Right? That's what Andrew Cuomo always says. <laughs> yep. Moving on. They're trying to put cum on the moon, Mike. This is the last thing we're talking about. Real quick. Okay. The scientists want to put... I think it's 6.7 million sperm samples on the moon, just in case we need it later. <sighs> okay. Um, yes. Uh, 6.7 million species of jizz. Species? Yep. Sperm and ova, but mostly sperm. Uh, they want to send it there via multiple payloads. It's like they want to do it like I don't understand why they need to keep the cum on the moon Because you know they have that seed vault in Norway With all the seeds Okay For plants Sure Okay Why don't we just put Yeah Why wouldn't we just put the other seeds there First of all I'm worried the moon's going to get pregnant (laughs) And there'll be like a moon monster that comes and fights us this is what I'm really worried about, Mike. Okay, but <laughs> but what if? All right, so what if the whole planet blows up? Then, then all them seeds get blown up. Okay, are we all right? So is our whole thing it right? So we're gonna put a bunch of sperm and eggs on the moon, mm-hmm. and then the whole planet blows up. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, hopefully, aliens mm-hmm. find our cum. Mm-hmm. And rather than just be like, ill, gross, and throw it away, they're just like, oh, let's mix these together and see what happens. Like, they're not going to just assume you have you can mix them together. They're going to be like, this is gross. They could figure out interplanetary travel. I think they could figure out fucking First of all, if they figured out interplanetary the travel, they're asexual. That's it. Do you think? Yeah, because they're not distracted. Mm. They figured out faster than light travel. Chick can't see how fly your ride is if you're going that fast. (laughs) Nah, but if you, you know, if it's a whole fucking uh, team of scientists who already have locked down their bays. I don't know. You're just literally going to be like, they're going to open the thing and they're going to sniff it and touch it and probably go, ew, gross, and throw it away. I'm sure it's all in petri dishes. It's going to look like dim sum to them. Bro, they're going to look at it with a fucking microscope. Maybe. And they're just going to be like, ew, this is alive. What are these bugs? They're not, like, they, there's no guarantee that they jizz into each other. Yeah, but I'm sure they could figure it out. You think they could figure it out if there's just sperm and ova? All right, so maybe. Well, how are they going to know? Is it going to be color coded? Maybe we put directions, like some pictures in there, like. We're going to show, like, we just leave porn. 
No. Like, this is how it works? Mm-hmm. No. If we just fucking, if we just put like a thing that's like fucking take A, put it into B, right? Put that cum in the fucking, put the cum one in the egg one, and then. So we're going to put like an easy bake oven up there? Yeah. And then put it in an incubator. Mm-hmm. AKA an easy bake oven. Mm-hmm. And then fucking we'll show with pictures. Like, oh yeah, it grows up into people. I, I don't know if this is gonna work, man. I don't think if aliens find the cum the cum vault, um <clears throat> it, it's gonna it, they're gonna be like, let's mix all this together. Let's do this. They're gonna be like, no. We're not we're not doing this for you fucking gross weirdos. Why'd you make us touch this? They didn't have... You don't gotta touch... We're gonna do that to aliens? We're gonna Cuomo a bunch of aliens? You don't gotta touch nothing. You just take the top off of one plastic thing that you're touching the outside of. It's shake and bake. <laughs> and you put... Yeah. And I helped. <laughs> so that fucking baby's gonna be born. What, like, what it. Like, what do these scientists really even want, though? That they're just—they just want Chris. I don't know. Humans to be fucking raised by aliens for what? I. Cause it's like that weird French cartoon, Strange Planet, from the seventies. You ever see that? Yes, it's very much like the weird French cartoon, Strange Planet, from the seventies. Right, a very topical reference that I'm sure everybody listening got care. immediately. I don't care anybody gets it? No. We're two hours into the show, Mike. Two twenty. All right, I'm wrapping. And it up now you're this bringing topic. up fucking seventies cartoons from France. <laughs> That's how stupid <laughs> the idea of freezing cum and putting it on the moon is. It's as stupid as me, a podcaster, referencing two hours in a thing that nobody but me has seen, and probably one guy that I know is listening. It's a thing from fifty years ago. Now, I just watched it again. <laughs> It's good. All right, what is it? It's a French cartoon about aliens running around, and there's humans that are there. You don't really know how they got on this strange planet, but it seems like probably somebody shook up some cum and just let the fucking humans run around. Mm. Okay. It's shaking. Yeah, sounds dope. And I helped. Sounds dope, dude. What do you? Why do you have a problem with it? Look, I just don't think that the aliens are going to show up and be like, hey... We're not doing this. Like, imagine we showed up. Like, look, imagine scientists from mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. showed up on, let's say, one of the, uh, what are the the moons of Jupiter? Sure. Could potentially, one of the moons of Jupiter could potentially support human life, right? Well, I mean, yeah, according to the TV show Watchmen, but yeah, sure. I have never seen the TV show. Yeah, Watchmen. I don't think any of the moons on Jupiter actually could sustain human life, but it yeah. Isn't, that's like do, a... Can't Titan or something? Sure. One of them? I believe there's a theory where one of them could potentially support human life. Whatever, Mike. Let's assume it's one of the moons of Jupiter, right? It could potentially support human life. Right? Uh, We get there. Turns out there had been a species there. They're gone. And they're like, hey, mix our cum up for us with some of these ovums and fucking uh, make more of us. We would all be watching from Earth and be like, no! (laughs) No! That's how you get killed, stupid! It's right behind you! Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a a bad horror movie thing, and I don't think the aliens are going to do that. But, what has every horror movie taught me? That they're going to do it. I just... I'm just saying. 
I think we've all learned from horror movies. No. You think aliens have never seen horror movies? Bro, aliens are asexual fucking planet beings. They don't know horror movies. I think they might know horror movies. No, okay, they don't got time for fuck them, but they got time for fucking Freddy vs. Jason. You have you need more horror in your life if you can't come. <laughs> Something has to motivate you. <laughs> it's fear. Okay. Did you have something you needed to say? No, that's it. All right, good night. Take you from the east side to the country. When the hawk take the day off, I make the work. I put you in the red. Ice make them look like stars. They coming through on the bikes, but they look like cars. It's something new. And Jada talks so good, but your brain is nowhere next to ready for this. It's no help in you when them things in you. And way down to Athens, kisses a bell ringer. I'ma bring the hood to the farm. Bless them with some. Remove the from the. Introduce them to the yak and the cranberry uh-huh. And make sure Bubba spark good Then I'm gone uh-huh. Even if we run the war I'ma still run the You can come see me I got him for 24 Double R and B club Who hard is us? R3 and the R we trust Come on Riding with them pigs and thought I might would hit this road for less than 25 a gig. Doing 65, I slid off. Bourbon took a minute to adjust, but right now this big city's working. I'm white just by chance, but I'm country by God's graces. Nowadays, I find myself doing laundry in odd places, but still I keep it bubble, even in the midst of kissing them. Brought him down to Athens, let him cut up with my sister's friend. Now we getting blissed again, back on the block in Yonkers. And Timmy lays the track, man, this shit is hot as bonkers. Kiss, not the flaunter, but just tell them betters come here. I'm doing for my family, which y'all already done here. Cause Bubba is the truth, and perhaps this is discussion of whether I'm that or a product of Tim's percussion. Y'all know that him is busting, so just dab me up and frown on. Me and Kiss is necessary, that much you can count on. Yeah. To show you folks the hope for us changing Shall be me Notice how he see the picture for his painted And poured you up a cup of this mixture before it's tainted See I was riding rough for me and D became acquainted uh-huh. And I pledged to maintain it Be damned if the fame will change it This heinous ain't it uh-huh. Kiss, bring it home I ride a die with B-Club Or beg the world to sing hey, song yo, the streets is still mine I stay with this And it's still on I'm stronger than corn Like a God Just pretend to be what the industry needed kiss flipping is slow enemies heated but we gonna let the pop from the old on the dirt roads to the on the
on the blacktop. Don't get the plot wrong. This ain't a black or white politic thing. It's a hot song. <laughs>